Welcome back, the first time we get to say that, to The Blind Side, episode 2, NFL Week 8 recap, a crazy week all around the league, NFC with some great ones, AFC with some great ones, my Giants had a little bit of a crusher, but also kind of a good one, Chiefs-Jets was, well it was Chiefs-Jets, it's what we expected, we'll get into all that. (laughs) Some blocks. No Kyler Murray run this week because he was on bye, but we got a little change to that. Dylan's prepped for that, too. Very prepared. A little bit of a change for our contender versus pretender segment. We're going to get into that. A really interesting fantasy update. Tough couple of hours for me. We're going to get into that towards the end of the show. I have a lot to talk about for the Yankees. A lot of great things announced, including DJ LeMahieu being an NL, uh, sorry, an AL MVP candidate. Dylan's got a lot to talk about for soccer today. He's going to get into that. Uh, we got a little bit of Knicks talk, not too much, and then we got a little bit of Miami football. And our special segment for today is that Dylan and I have both gone out and tried to figure out our top 10 quarterbacks this year. And I think we might have a little bit of some disagreements towards the end, but yeah, we're make definitely, it work. definitely two interesting lists. Yeah, um, I think, I think and definitely we can make cases for either of the players that we've selected. I, I really so. hope there are some differences. Yeah, there. oh my God, this is going to be great. And then. Uh, after all that, we got a little Miami football. We went up in the polls. We're up to number 11 now. Looking pretty good right now. I, I, Trevor Lawrence has, has COVID. We're definitely going to talk about that for a little bit. And before we get into any of that, Dylan, take it away. Talk to me. Yeah, uh, just before we get into our usual hot takes and bullshit, mm-hmm. um, heads up to everybody that's listening that we've moved to Spotify. So yeah. you guys will be able to find us Very there. Very important to know. Uh, by searching the blind side. Yeah. Um, we should have the profile picture updated within the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, secondly, last week, Jake, uh, yeah. you asked me who I thought was the best pure scorer of all that's time. That's right, that's right. Uh, let's just remind everybody that's listening that you said Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, yeah. Um, Stand by that. And to be completely honest, I thought really long about this, yeah. and I had a very large internal debate with myself because okay. Kevin Durant is obviously an He's unbelievable scorer, yeah. unbelievably talented. Yeah. Um, but I think that there are also some more factors to consider. Okay. Um, like, is scoring easier in the NBA today? And is today's NBA game more scoring and oriented than okay. people realize? That's interesting. Um. I selected Allen Iverson as my best pure scorer also of all time. Choice, I'd say, yeah. Um, he averaged th- over 30 points a game five separate times in his career. Yeah. And out of those seasons, he won four scoring titles mm-hmm. in 99, 01, 02, and 05. Yeah. Um, at six foot, six foot flat. Like, let me just remind everybody. Yeah. K- KD is pushing seven feet. Yeah. Allen but Iverson. Now, but he's 6'10". Yeah. Yeah. On paper. Yeah, on paper. <laughs> He's getting shit rich <laughs> on, on paper. paper. <laughs> you get the commission. Um, yeah. Again. Uh, but Iverson at six feet, I think mm. definitely needs to be more heavily considered. Okay. Um, yeah, a fully healthy Kevin Durant puts up ridiculous numbers yeah. that are unmatched by, I think, anybody yeah. today. Like, like you're on his like day, the best scorer in the league right now. Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, but I did a little research it myself. Um, I put some Excel skills to the use. Uh, Shout out Jerry. Jerry. I have that in here. Goat Excel professor. Um, Highly recommend if you go to Miami. And I I used a small sample size, I'll be honest, but I thought that it was pretty representative of the seasons as a whole. Uh Um, In AI's first season, Mm 96-97, the two teams combined were averaging about 188 points a game. Yeah. Um, But in 07-08, Durant's rookie season, they were averaging 197. Interesting. So those games all from November of their first seasons. Yeah. So tried to keep it as consistent as mm-hmm. I could. Yeah, yeah, totally. Got it. Um, but yeah, AI, my best scorer of all time. Okay. Uh, now into the football NFL week eight. Yeah. 
playoff picture starting to take shape a little bit. Um, yeah, definitely. Starting with the Monday night game, obviously Giants Bucks. I'll let yeah. you take it away because this is your team. All right, listen. Before I get into anything, I want everyone that listens to this to know I fucking love tanking. We need <laughs> to just keep tanking. And this game was an ideal game for me as a Giants fan. Yeah, Giants fans got to be pumped. I mean, listen to this. We get a better chance at a better pick. And there were some very big bright spots this game. Yeah. None of it was Daniel Jones. But showed a lot of almost problems. everything outside of that was great. And the first thing I got to say before we get into, you know, like the numbers and all, you know, the nerd type of shit, like great uniform game. Just eye test. Yeah. That, that was great. a great uniform game. Great uniform I love the game. Giants throwback helmets. The blue when it just says Giants. It's clean. It's clean. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, so crazy, crazy stat I heard, like, with all these injuries and COVID and all this stuff, having players sidelined, the Bucks have had the same O-line across the board since week one. No injuries across their offensive line. Since week one. Since week one. Wow. How insane is that? Can they you have a great training staff in there. And we'll get into other training staffs yeah. later in the <laughs> definitely, show. Definitely. Um, they, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> um, so just a quick Monday Night Football broadcaster quote. Uh, Sometimes your biggest strength is your biggest weakness. Okay, well, so, the fuck does that So mean? here's my take on that, right? Like, that's obviously meant to be, like, some deep philosophical type thing, but that also makes absolutely no sense because strength and weakness are opposites. Literally by definition. So if you don't change any other word in the sentence besides the words that are opposites, <laughs> I feel like they can't be the same thing. Look, I'm not a math major. I'm a marketing guy, but, like, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. Definitely story checks out there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) When the fuck did we get Alfred Morris? Because I feel like he's been on every team in the division, I think. Definitely. I think last he was on the football team, but at the time they were not named the football team, if I remember correctly. Yes, the R words will be... Yeah, we can't say that, obviously. Very politically correct. We love love everything. Um, So I remember Alfred Morris being on the Cowboys, and I remember him on the then R words, now football team, but I can't remember if he was on the Eagles at any point. I don't think he was, but that'd be pretty funny if he gets to play for every team in the division. I think uh, David can get back to us pretty quickly with that information. Um, But in the meantime, also another really funny stat I saw going into the night. um, Daniel Jones, 34 turnovers in 20 NFL starts. Yeah. He had a turnover in in 19 of 20 games. And some are saying that this is not great. Yeah. (laughs) It's not ideal for me, but like... I have a bit of a hot take. Do you guys see that double pass that the Giants ran where Golden Tate threw it back? I did see that. I think you might need to consider making Golden Tate QB1. Maybe sign Jarvis? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, <laughs> Along the lines? He's a wide receiver quarterback duo. Um, Danny can't throw a deep ball. I think he yeah. was like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6. Can't we were do counting it, yeah. at some point. Uh, Not to the announcers five. were counting. To everybody was counting. Yeah. I mean, it was the most noticeable thing about the game. Yeah, I think one or two of them, the receivers actually blamed themselves in, in a post-game interview. But okay. also they could just be saying that take heat off their quarterback. Yeah. You can never really trust that. Um, one thing I definitely wanted to say is it was kind of a game breaker for us, honestly. It was They called P.I. on Isaac Yadam on that third down play, and then the next play, the Bucks scored. Yeah. That was killer. I and and on that, that drive, the, the head-to-head, yeah. uh, the helmet-to-helmet. That was that play well. I was oh. talking about. Yeah. Okay. It was just absolutely brutal because he didn't leave with the helmet. He didn't hit his helmet. Yeah. And they still got a first down for it on third down. Terrible call. Yeah. And also, I mean, just a great job. Can we, like, even as a non-Giants fan, I think Dylan would agree with me, 
Yeah, Giants they, defense looked great today. They looked unbelievable. Really I think good. they played a really tough game, and yeah. they've been playing that way but all season. Really good offense. Their offense is just not anywhere comparable to the defense, and that's why they've been exactly. losing so many games. Exactly. Um, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think you know we shit on Danny a lot. Yeah. Uh, but early in the game, he looked pretty good. Like he was yeah. getting the ball out pretty quickly. quickly yeah. Uh, he was hitting his checkdowns, taking yep. the easy completions, which in this offense, you know, without Saquon. Yeah. You got to take whatever you can get. Um, 25 of 41 for 256 mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. That alone is great, but yeah. then you put in the two interceptions and it's another classic Daniel Jones performance. Yeah, but that's, that's the pain of being a Giants fan is like if he could just limit the turnovers, he'd be a really good quarterback. But just limiting the turnovers is impossible for him because he's Daniel Jones. Yeah. And we're told to be patient, be patient, be patient. But I haven't seen that much growth, honestly – since the beginning of this year. Yeah, I mean, I had hopes at the end of last year. Don't get me wrong, because then you could quantify them as rookie Because he, And he had a ton of bright spots exactly. during the season yeah. where you're like, okay, if he can he continue to make those types of plays. Flashes. It's flashes. It's, it's flashes. It's flashes. I love that term. It's um, Devin White, I, I know yeah. we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. I just, we have to talk about it again. Yeah. He is He's nuts. unbelievable. Yeah. For most teams, Mm-hmm. Against fast quarterbacks, QB spy is not going to work because yeah. your linebacker is not fast enough. Exactly. Devin, Devin White solves that problem. Yeah. yeah. He's unbelievable. What I will say is actually, this gets me to my best block of the week is yeah. on that Wayne Gallman, sorry, Gallman touchdown. Mm-hmm. Actually, very worth po- uh, pointing out tonight. Mm-hmm. The Giants in starting left side of the line were both rookies Andrew Thomas, the first round pick, yeah. and Shane Lemieux out of Oregon, who I actually loved coming out of Oregon. I think he was our sixth round pick. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I think it might have been fifth or sixth. But he also played great. He pancaked Devin White one-on-one on that play. He literally was one-on-one with Devin White and said, hey, welcome to the league to me. <laughs> I got you. Now he lays the block. Gallman gets in, and that was a great touchdown for the Giants. Yeah, I, I believe you mentioned that to me um, during the game. Yeah. And also the fact that they allowed the fewest pressures from that yeah. side of the line yeah, as they well. Were great. Which was, that's also really and, promising if you're a Giants fan. And to be completely honest with you, this was the Giants offensive line without Will Hernandez. Yeah. He's arguably our best offensive lineman. So that's really promising, to be completely honest with you. Another bright spot that we could touch on yeah. for the Giants. Definitely. James Bradbury. Yeah. Like, criminally underrated yeah. because the Giants lose so much. But he came to New York to lock up wide receiver ones, yeah. and that's just and that's exactly what he's, what he's been doing. doing. Yeah. My take that's... on Bradbury also, he got two defensive pass interferences today, but, like, I don't think they should have been one of them. And he had a great game otherwise. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just lost my place. No problem. Um, this season, Bradbury coming into tonight, 11 passes defended, yeah. which is tied for first in the NFL, okay. as well as three interceptions, which is tied for second. Yeah. I mean, this guy has slept on way too much. Yeah, so this is the only, like, this is the only season where I can say Dave Gettleman made moves that helped us. Because... Yep. Blake Martinez is a tackle machine. He is everywhere on the field. Yeah. Crazy stat that the they saw on in football. Great. Shout out to anyone that was watching this, but the past two years on the Packers, Blake Martinez played in 99% of their defensive snaps. Yeah. I mean, and I, this year he's at 99%. When I was looking up Bradbury's numbers yeah. uh, earlier, I saw that in all but one game, he's mm-hmm. played 100% of the snaps. And the one game he didn't play 100%, he played 97%. So, yeah, snaps. shout out to David Gellman <laughs> for actually doing something right. Like, it looks like these are two great signings. Bradbury we got for four years, and I think $44 million. $11 million a year for a number one yeah. corner. I mean, he's I definitely like the guy yeah. to turn to in New York. And also Darnay Holmes, rookie out of UCLA, slot corner, actually looked really good. My breakout pick for the Giants before even the season was Jabril Peppers. He had a great game. 
I think he's progressing very well. The only other th- two things I have to say about this game are, one, and this is going to lead me into the second thing, the Joe Judge panic meter, but great job by Joe Judge handling those timeouts well. He got his yeah. offense three minutes and 41 seconds to drive down the field. Yeah, I mean, he gave him a chance, and that's all you can and ask for from did. the coaching staff. Yeah, so my Joe Judge panic meter is at an A-. minus After that game against a great Bucks team, yeah. like, I'm not worried. Just to I clarify for everybody, A minus yeah. or A yeah. would be like not panicking at all, right. and F would be this guy. Exactly. Adam Gates I, we'll get in, I'm, I'm don't sure even, Dylan yeah. will get into that. It's not even worth so talking anything, about at this point. Yeah, anything, uh, anything <laughs> else on this game? Are you ready um, yeah, I had a few more things. Go ahead, uh, Bucks didn't look like the team that they were against the Raiders last week. I think this is a classic example of they were just looking ahead to the Saints next week. Yeah, right. I guess I guess you could say that. Yeah. Uh, but coming in as 12-point favorites, yeah. I think everybody expected Good teams to just win, great teams beat the doors off the Giants, Giants and that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Brady had another solid performance. Mm-hmm. I had not even worth really getting into yeah. the numbers. Um, but I have another crazy outrageous take for you. Tell me. And Tell you were me. talking about Justin Fields and yeah. how you would think it would be interesting if he went to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um I think Daniel Jones is going to have a breakout season next year. I think he's going to be Josh Allen. They're both really? mobile quarterbacks. Listen to the comparison. Okay. Both mobile quarterbacks. They're both on the larger side. Yeah. And yeah. in the first two years, Josh Allen couldn't, and Daniel Jones cannot throw the deep ball. And we've seen major strides from Allen this year leading that Bills wow. team. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think you go fields. I don't think we panic yet on Danny because he okay. still does show those flashes. Um, but one more year of the interceptions and fumbles, and I think you definitely look to make a change. That's very interesting. So my only disagreement with that is that Josh Allen, just based on pure arm strength, is miles better. Agreed there. Right? So the deep ball, that's why he's better with it. Yeah. And whereas Danny doesn't really have it that much. That would be my only reason for maybe not making the comparison. Yeah. But I totally get where you're coming from. But the thing is, like, we were talking about this before, before. Trevor Lawrence is arguably the best quarterback prospect to come out of the past like 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew since Andrew Luck. Yeah. Exactly. And Justin Fields, the fact that we're even putting him in the same conversation as Trevor Lawrence shows just yeah. how good he is. It really is one and one A. Yeah. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. He's a great marketing campaign, too. From a business aspect, you want Trevor Lawrence. Coming out of Clemson, I mean, all the hype is going to yeah. be around. And all the hype in the world the is around Clemson. Um, exactly. But just, Justin Fields is right there. And I would love to see a Justin Fields, Saquon, Darius Slayton offense. Yeah, that I would be. And then in as well when he's not blowing. I think our games. that would be a high octane, really fast paced offense, and, and that would be exciting have, to watch. And as a with Giants the defense fan. we have, without Xavier McKinney, yeah. one of our best young pieces, the Giants might have hope if we draft correctly, which is a big if with the That's Giants. A big if. It depends if we fire Dave Gettleman, which I really hope we do. Yeah. So, um, yeah you ready to move on to Eagles Absolutely. Cowboys? Yeah. yeah, I think we both. What the fuck? What the fuck was this, that? Shit? This what was the, the fuck was that? Literal shit? worst game of football <laughs> I have watched in I my think entire life. We looked life. at each other and just started laughing at least ten times. Yeah, I mean, my my thing about this game is that it was so bad that it probably had the best ratings all week for the NFL yeah, just because of the amount level. of people that tuned in to watch how the, funny it was. Just dog shit teams yeah. play. Yeah. So. I have a little bit of like a, it's not really a conspiracy, but more of a proposal to the NFL. I don't think either of those teams should get a win on their record for that game. Yeah. I think it should just both be a loss. And I know that the Eagles won and they won by like a good amount, like by two touchdowns, but you're playing Ben DiNucci and we'll have our Ben DiNucci fan club owner, David Mills on in a bit, but we'll get into that in a minute. But 
I just don't think that any team deserves a win when they play that bad. Yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say, just touching upon that, it's huh. the fans are really the people that lose in yeah. this situation because we're forced to watch that on prime time. Yeah. Like, a situation where you're a Chiefs fan and a Rams mm-hmm. fan, going back to a couple years ago when they played that absolutely ridiculous game in Mexico game. City. If you're a fan game. of both teams, obviously it's a heartbreaker to lose, yeah. but just an awesome game to watch. On the other side, I don't think any Eagles or Cowboys fan actually sat down to watch this game and was like, wow, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think either, either side was like, yes, <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah. So uh, what was that? You know how last week I opened with... Is Carson Wentz good? Yeah. I, I mean, think it's safe to say, I don't think Carson Wentz is good. Look, Dallas starting their third string quarterback versus Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz wasn't even the best quarterback on the field. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly. I'd love to get a, your opinion on that, David. So, ben, we did we now introduce <laughs> our good friend, roommate, David Mills. He is a local Bostonian. He's going to give us a Patriots update later. He is the president and owner of the Benzanucci Fan Club, David Of course, of course. and uh, I'm here to tell you about my, my guy, uh, Benjamin Anthony Danucci. Oh, of course, <laughs> naturally. And um, I mean, what a, what a game from this guy. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't, he didn't quite get the win. O-line was a little battered they up, I think. Up. They were banged up. You know, he had a 15-yard reception in there. Like, yeah. That was, yeah. you know, wow. that I would was, say wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah, and, if know, anybody watched Friday Night Lights, maybe he's a little Matt Saracen comparison there. And like if that. you if you just look at the the roster around him, I don't know. Yeah. I, he doesn't have like a lot of help. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, like yeah. Zeke's not performing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Cowboys are Amari's looking like a shell himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he did the best of what he had, and yeah. I'm looking forward. And to Mike McCarthy's fat week. as shit. Yeah, yeah, he is dude, fat. Mike, yeah. <laughs> he looks Mike, like an actual hamburger. Mike, Can let me buy you that? a subscription to fucking Weight Watchers oh for Christmas, God, big guy. Mike. Holy jeez. Michael McCarthy. Jesus. He's the new day Andy Reid. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, so, David, tell us more about Ben DiNucci. What else you got for him? I think, I mean, that, that's, Pretty much, yeah. that's about it. I just, I just love that. Yeah, just, like, you, y'all are sleeping on Ben Let me Let me read you these numbers real quick, David, and just tell me what you think. 21 of 40. Wow. So okay, throwing for over Asking 50%. Asking him to throw 40 times in his first career NFL start. I mean, they throw that's, fire. Yeah, they throw that's a little ridiculous. If you're Mike McCarthy or whoever's Eagles calling defense. their plays, I believe it's... Um, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I commented this on, on Sunday night. I, I was that. like, yeah. Kellen Moore is... He's 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 stupid. He's he really stupid. dumb. He's just a dumb guy. The, the amount of dumb trick plays that we saw yeah. run during this game by oh, both yeah. teams. Yeah. By both teams. Yeah. What are these reverses? Eleven yards behind the line of scrimmage yeah. that didn't get a positive yardage output one time. Yeah. It got swallowed up every time. Yeah. Like that's that's unacceptable right. if you're on the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about Sorry. with the Eagles, terrible O line. But yeah. really, we got to chalk that up to injuries. And yeah, I think geez. this is when one of We saw Jason Peters go down, and we were like, oh, my God. And, and, and Kelsey. Kelsey, like, oh yeah, he had a little knock I there. Think that, um, well, we, we need to talk about this, definitely. We need to spend some time on this. Yeah. We think the Eagles training staff might just not exist. Like, they might <laughs> not have trainers or, like, medical professionals. Because, like, can you name the last time that the Eagles had a healthy roster? Okay, hear me out. I don't think the Eagles go out before the game and stretch. Wow. I think they just kind of eat in the locker room and then show up on the field when it's game time. And they're just not ready to play. Their bodies are not ready, not warmed up. They all get hurt. Yeah. So (laughs) the only two other things I had for this game was I love Travis Fulton. 
Yeah, I love Fulgham great on player. my fantasy team, on your fantasy team. Yeah, had another great, great game. Um, still only one game he's played without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, which is he still put up like 12.5. Outrageous. Game, pretty sure. Um, we are both Zeke owners. Let's talk yeah, Zeke. I, I have that as well. I yeah. think it's definitely time to worry. Yeah, now we need to worry. He's, he's done for the season, and the Cowboys are done for the season. I don't even know if he can be a flex. No, I, I, I'm not starting Zeke next week. I'm actually going to start two running backs that I'm picking up off the waivers. I might have to start one as well. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting kind of annoying because <laughs> I picked him third overall over Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about on this game? I mean, just you mentioning that you picked him over Kamara. Yeah. I traded for him. Yeah, you gave I gave Henry. away Derrick Henry. We did talk about this on episode one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you traded Derrick Henry for Shout out Yarnoff. Yeah. You got me there, big guy. Didn't you also <laughs> trade away uh James Robinson too? Yeah, no, it, it's not been a good season for me. Yeah, um in one league trade wise, but in another league my team's God. Yeah, and we'll get to those. Um, so, do you want to move on to Atlanta, Carolina? Falcons, Panthers, yeah. Yeah, Thursday night game. Before we get into anything, fuck Charles Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly. We love Teddy. We're a Teddy podcast. Yeah. Don't hurt him. Don't we hurt We love him. Teddy. He wears two gloves. <laughs> like, that's sick. Two gloves. Teddy is undefeated. Teddy, Teddy's got to look down at night when he's going to bed yeah. and be like, do I take the gloves off no, or not? He can't. He can't. And the answer is always no, Teddy. No, no never he's in the shower. The he's got the head and shoulders out, <laughs> flowing that mane, and he's like, oh, I should take these Nikes off. And then he thinks to himself, wait, I'm Teddy Two Gloves. Yes. I'm not doing that. This man never thing. needs to wash his hands because they're never exposed to the air yeah. or anything because they're yeah. always in the gloves. So my question <laughs> is, like, how much better do you think the Panthers will be with McCaffrey back? Like, do you think it'll be that big of a difference record-wise? Um, not on, like, wins-losses. Yeah. So initially, yeah. um, with Mike Davis coming in, and I'm just going to touch on fantasy first, mm-hmm. and then I'll get back to your question. Feel free. Yeah, absolutely. It looked like he was putting up the same production as McCaffrey, and, and realistically, the numbers were there. Yeah. But there's a different factor involved when you have McCaffrey versus Davis. Yeah. Because McCaffrey is a guy that you game plan around defensively, exactly. and Mike Davis is not. Yeah, Mike Davis is an afterthought if you're a defensive coordinator. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey is, how do I not make him get the ball the entire game? And that's definitely something that makes the other Panthers players flourish. And I think once he gets back, Robbie Anderson is already having a hell of a yeah. year. Yeah, trade for Robbie Anderson, Get Robbie Anderson. now. Get Robbie you Anderson. have to trade for Robbie yeah. Anderson. Also, buy low on DJ Moore if you can. Agreed. I, I think, I think this Carolina offense is actually about to get so hot so after losing their last three. So what do you think? Do you think that they can do anything in that division? I mean, with the Bucks and the Saints? Okay, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs yeah. just because their division the is so hard. Crazy. And the entire NFC is just absolutely ridiculous. It's really interesting. Um, but... Curtis Samuel, two touchdowns, yeah. very unexpected, yeah. showing that they production. Up running back a lot, yeah. and it works. Production it works. comes from anywhere yeah. in that offense. Yeah. And if you're Switchblade. like if you're really stretched at wide receiver in fantasy, mm-hmm. I think you maybe take a look at this you guy. Could be a waiver guy. Because that's somebody you if can you say I like, like the matchup. Like yeah, I like the matchup. He yeah. could boom this week. Definitely. Let's stick him in there. Definitely. Um, um go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, third quarter, yeah. just Absolutely disgusting. Dante Fowler just kicking Teddy Bridgewater yeah. as he's trying to escape the pocket. Yeah. And then and then after he's Charles already Harris. down, yeah. just gets rocked by Charles Harris. Yeah, that's just dumb. That's just not intelligent yeah. football. Disqualified from the game, rightfully Obviously, so. Um, I hope he'll get suspended at some point. Yeah, and or Teddy was fine. fine. At least fine. And right. Teddy was fine after yeah. the hit. He came back in. Yeah. Um, but another thing I want to talk about is like P.J. Walker. Yeah, XFL legend. We, we saw him come in. Uh, he didn't perform no, particularly didn't well. Terrible. But I think if I, you're the Dallas Cowboys, he, wow, you make a look. 
you, you make an offer for this guy. He yeah. averaged in the XFL uh, yeah. 270 a game through the air mm-hmm. and completed 65% of his passes. Wow. With a 15 to 4 touchdown to interception ratio, I don't yeah. understand how you're the Cowboys and you see Ben DiNucci as your starting quarterback, who who is the starting quarterback of the Whoa. Cowboys and still almost got dumped by his girlfriend. Yeah. And you don't go out and sign PJ. Yeah, Walker. by the way, the announcers were literally <laughs> discussing Ben DiNucci getting dumped by his girlfriend. Mr. President, how do you feel about that? I mean, she's always. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean if she doesn't want DiNucci. She doesn't she want, want the DiNucci. Real, DiNucci, right? DiNucci, I don't know. Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Um, the other it's two things I have for the Atlanta Carolina game. Julio Jones is still really good at football. He is really yeah, good. Yeah, dude. Football. I mean, on his day, back from the injuries, he's yeah. playing fully healthy. Yeah. Julio's he's cool. still, I think, a the top best. two receiver. I think it's him and Hopkins. Him and Hopkins. And I think if anyone says anything yeah. else, then if you, someone tries then to you say don't like watch football. football. You don't watch football. You don't, watch football. You don't yeah. know anything about statistics. Uh, other just small thing, Todd yeah. Gurley leads the league in touchdowns. And he scored again yeah. on a much happier circumstances this time. And they actually wanted him to score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. You just said that. Yeah, that's um, on the notes I have, so feel free to go ahead. But yeah, Atlanta's D-line, relentless pressure. Great and, and Teddy great. had no time to Not get settled time. into the game. Yeah, and and just, he can move. And yeah, he can move looked flustered yeah. the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as we mentioned before, but I just need to reiterate it. Go trade for Robbie Anderson. Yeah, get Robbie Anderson. Um, okay. Good. So Buffalo, New England now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, David, do you want to give your just initial yeah, thoughts on this game? Off. All right. Here's the, here's the first thing I will say that yeah. um, everybody's going to talk about. Obviously, the Cam Newton fumble yeah. at the end of the game, which inevitably lost in the game. Yeah, huge but I, talking I, point. I, yes, yeah. I will. Huge. I will say though that um, I don't think that Cam lost the Pats the game okay. on Sunday. Okay. I will say that. Um, Interesting. I. I would argue that him and Damian Harris in the second half is the only reason why they were in that game. Yeah, Damian Harris. Harris great I, week. I'll get on. I'll touch I on. I started Damian him Harris in fantasy this week. He's, really he's happy. Showing about that. a lot of potential. Definitely. Um, I like him a lot better than Sony Michelle. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, a battered O line, obviously. Um, I just want to list off real quick the receivers that, that oh Cam Newton God. has to throw to. In this game, yeah. Yeah. Cam Newton's four targets, two tight ends, two receivers mm-hmm. were. Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, Gunnar Osheski, and Ryan Izzo. Yeah, okay, just to, just to, to give yes. some context, yeah. um, I was watching the Pats-Bills game with David, yeah. and Demir Bird caught a pass, and I turned to David and asked if that dude's first name was Daenerys. Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> Demir Bird had a pass like a, yeah, like a four-string wideout yeah. in Arizona last year or something. I don't know. He he runs good comeback There's, routes. That's literally yeah, all he sure. can do. Though. So many injuries, so many COVID opt-outs, yeah. as you were talking yes, about earlier. Uh, yeah. Um, and I just think this year, I mean, I, I, I'm I not going to say I expected much. I was extremely excited yeah, about the pass, after the, especially after the Seattle game yeah. and seeing Cam yeah. throw the ball. I think that has a lot more to do with Seattle's absolutely. defense, obviously, yeah. now. Worse than the hindsight, league. Yes, <laughs> I'll be, like, very, very... So, what are your? Are you optimistic for the rest of the season? So, like, what's your realistic expectation? So, I, I think we tank at this point. I think there's really? too many holes yeah. that need to be filled. Yeah. Um. So, who I, do you want in the draft? Do you want to try to go for Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I don't think I don't think we'll get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, we unless we tank. The Jets so, I think I think something yeah. definitely that we need to talk about is yeah. if the Jets beat the Pats twice. Yeah. And the Pats don't win for the rest of the season. Uh-huh. The Pats probably will have the number one overall pick in the yep. draft. 
And the Jets and the Pats play next week. Yes, they do. On the Monday City Outcome Ball. Yeah, so that could be another... Uh, yeah. Expect yeah. a really yeah. good podcast after that game. Like, directly after that is going to be a dog fight. Very interesting. Yeah. So, um, going back into that. I just got a ton of numbers that I could throw at you right now. Absolutely. Probably some worrying numbers if you're yes. a Pats fan. Um, coming in, the Bills lost their last 15 of 16 yep. against the Pats at having home. Lost, having um, lost which is beaten the Pats at home since 2011. A great statistic, and I mentioned Belichick's record against the Bills last week. Um, yeah, but you yeah. guys lost this so week. So, I, I mean, I really and, thought history would be on our side. And I will say, at the end of the game, <laughs> it looked like that Pats-Bills game that I watched 100 yeah. times over, where even if it's close, yeah. the Pats get the ball. Yeah. Somehow, they always get the ball. They coming the down the stretch. The they yeah. always have the ball in their hand. Coming when, down the stretch, yeah. I thought the Pats were winning that game 100%. Yes. And I was shitting bricks, because I had my can't-lose parlay. Oh, yeah. Bills, was, Bills money line was the last game in that parlay. Mm-hmm. The betting gods part blessed me. Um, Bill's defense obviously steps up, makes a huge play, and yeah. Cam fumbles. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was a huge win for me this week. Speaking of betting, if I may interrupt for one second. Yeah. We had an interesting bet. Yes, so this was the craziest was, story of all time. I was <laughs> high all day on Mike Evans being under in receiving yards because James Bradbury locks him down. So I'm like, all right. Let me throw on this. So Mike Evans was under 51 and a half 51 yards. 51 and a half. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely lock it in. Threw my money on it. I saw him catch that touchdown and he was at 55 yards. Dylan reminded me. He was like, hey, didn't you have under 51? And I go, oh shit, let, let me check my website. And I accidentally took the over. So the last yeah. down $15 for Jake. Maybe a little shake shack. Turns a little profit on yeah. Monday. That's a little free play for the rest day. of the and week. Yeah. Yourself a haircut you know what that is? It's a $15 part. teaser to this weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's what it means. And we're being real. Um, just getting back to the actual game. Yeah, no, as long as the Pats receivers are still injured, I don't see why Damian Harris isn't your RB2 every single week. Yeah. 16 for 102 this week and a touchdown. He was, yeah. This yeah. this guy is definitely Unreal. a viable RB two option, I especially agree. if in your if you're in some deep leagues. Yes. Definitely, 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 yeah. definitely. I mean, he had a 22 yard touchdown reception, and the run on that was just. I mean, um, Pat's O line actually had some pretty good blocks yesterday. I thought. Yeah, no, I mean, I well. think the Pat's O line is all. I do want to talk about the Pat's run defense. Please, yeah. um, giving up over 190 yards in their last two games. Which wow, is, really? yes. Yeah, that's, that's I think, yeah, a that's little bit scary. concerning. Now, their linebackers are entirely just like, yeah. Yeah. Kyle Van Noy got traded yep. to the Dolphins. Wow, I remember the Jamie yeah. Collins, Dante Jamie Collins. Yeah. 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 It's not Dante. Yeah. It's actually David and I were talking the about boogie, The boogeyman or no more? Deonta. 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 I know. I always make that mistake. Yeah. Apostrophe Deonta. Yes. My apologies. Deonta has opted out this year because of COVID. Gilmore was also out. Gilmore was out for this game. Even though Gilmore was out, though, I mean, and you talk about how bad the Pats' rush defense was, Josh Allen didn't play well. No. He only threw the ball 18 and times I will say and it was raining Pats, if I do yes, remember yeah. correctly um, I think the Pats um, secondary just has a lot of experienced guys that have been yeah. in the New England system for a while and, mm-hmm. and Belichick can do a lot of um, like very clever things with yeah. the coverages they because of that limited and disguises and yeah whatnot, 154 but, yeah. and they had a pick Patrick yeah. Chung had a yeah um, but Stefan Diggs fantasy owners rejoice again Diggs is averaging 10 targets a week which is absolutely yeah, ridiculous he's 
great. He's um, carrying it. And Zach Moss and Devin Singletary split right down the middle on carries and yeah. almost identical with yards. The only difference Moss is Moss found the end zone twice, twice yeah. and Singletary did not. Yeah. Um, another, so another stat I have about Zach that, Moss um, waiver wire pickup. About if you're the, just the run defense compared to um, the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, Pats have given up seven rush touchdowns in their last two games and zero pass touchdowns. Yeah. So, wow. Really? Think, yeah. Is that true? That's insane. Think, yeah. but, but throwing the ball. And that's with Gilmore out this yeah. year. They're and obviously terrible. Niners wow. um, physical run first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. They just bullied the pass but, physically yeah. that entire game. But And correct me if I'm wrong. Cam Newton only has two passing touchdowns two, this yes. season. Two, two passing, passing touchdowns. Crazy stat I saw. Fewer he hasn't thrown one to Jets. a wide receiver or a tight end. Or yeah, tight end. He, he has fewer passing yeah. touchdowns screens than the Jets I believe they're both on screens. I mean... Yeah, um, we love yeah, the Jets money line game. next week. If you Influence. see that statistic only, wow! Yeah, Jets money line. I mean, yeah, yeah. imagine betting <laughs> I the Jets. Know. I mean, we can. No, <laughs> we don't can. bet the Jets, but, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna bet the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anything else you guys want to talk about this game, or are you good? Rams, Dolphins. I think I covered it all. All right. Uh, well, thank you for being here, yes, David. We appreciate you. Yes. See you next week's podcast. Of course. And we shall get into Tua Tungavailoa's debut. You looked all right. Yeah. Looked okay. Uh, it looked okay. To a twelve of twenty-three, uh, twelve of twenty-two. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I ninety-three yards, but he had the touchdown. He did. Um, Dolph- he got hyped after that touchdown, yeah. by the way. But the Dolphins' Great defense stole the show. Yeah, they played out of their minds. What if I was to tell you that the Dolphins' defense has allowed the least points in the league, and they have the best point differential in the AFC East? Just try that on for size. Wow, when was the last time we could say that, you think? Yeah, I don't know. They've just been, in my lifetime at least, historically terrible. 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 God awful. Um, but I think they're turning the corner. And I actually, you know, both of us living in Miami, yeah. attending the University of Miami, I yeah. think seeing the Dolphins become a good football team for the next couple of years could be Exciting. really awesome. Always good to have a good number two team. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, like hey, I'll always fun. love the Jets. Obviously. but like Giants always have my heart. And it's kind of hard for me to root for another team in division. Yours is in division, which is weird. Which is weird, it's but weird. like... I live here. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of got to ride the Dolphins. No, if they play, if they play the Jets, obviously I'm You're a Jets, Jets fan obviously. through and through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind supporting the Dolphins yeah. unless so, they're contending with the Jets at some point for the AFC East, which right. I doubt will happen. In the year 30, 58. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so Aaron Donald, we called this. We, so the Dolphins decide, hey, we have our franchise quarterback hopeful. Yeah. This is the whose most. only problem is that he gets injured. <laughs> and they go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make his first career start against Aaron Donald. Yeah, so what does he do? He forces a fumble. That's the worst Welcome decision. The like, I mean, they got the win, so it they proved to be a great well, decision. But, yeah. like, if Fitz was in the game, would it have made a difference? I really don't think so. Just because of the um, defense. And special teams, but, but incredible. But congrats to Tua starting 1-0 in his career. That's awesome. Um, Brian yeah, Flores that's is great, huge. I'm sure he called yeah. his parents after the game and sat on the mm-hmm. field like he did after his debut, which Not is really true. awesome. Definitely FaceTime. Just to see how like humble he is and yeah. that he really understands like, how awesome this experience is. I love it. Um, Brian Flores is awesome. I love talking about Brian yeah. Flores. One thing He's I would have loved to see more from Tua yeah. is scrambling. He didn't have a he meaningful carry he in the game. Mobile. I'd love to see him get out of the pocket, but like again, yeah. with the injury concern, obviously doesn't want to take right. a hit. Um, but I think if he gets out of the pocket, throwing on the run. Yeah, I think if you're a Dolphins fan, you're essentially hoping for a lefty Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I absolutely. Think the body type absolutely. is there. The handness is obviously not right yeah. lefty, but like. If he's going to be that, he needs to show that he's more mobile than what he was. And they kind of look similar, too. Yeah, I hate to say they kind of do. A little crazy. Yeah. Um, Brian Forrest is awesome. 
Robert Woods is low-key nice with it. Yeah, Two dude, touchdowns. I sat him this I week. I played against him. Still yeah. got the win, but yeah. I did sit him this week. I played Won't make that mistake brutal. again. Yeah. Anything else for this game you want to um, do? Yeah, Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Averaging 2.6 yards a carry in yeah. this game. Um, he scored a touchdown, but... 18 okay. carries for 47 yards is not a yeah, good no, stat line as an RB1. Yeah. Especially like for a team that has won three games in a row. Yep. Like they, they were one and three, now they're four and three, and I'd love to see if they can keep it going against mm-hmm. the Cardinals next week. So and and try and fight for that top spot in the I AFC. Actually, I actually want to in the AFC East, excuse me. So do you think the Bills are a lock for the division or do you think the Dolphins have a shot? No, I think the Bills are a lock for the division. Really? I would just love to see the Dolphins kind of make it competitive. Make it competitive. But yeah. I think the Bills play the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any like the Bills play to the yeah. level of the team they play every game, and that's just a lock. That's guaranteed. Never right. take the Bills to cover the spread. Yeah. Um but I think the Bills play the Dolphins. They're always going to find a way to win that game, right. especially this year. Yeah. So another thing to keep in mind that like I keep forgetting is that the Dolphins have the Houston Texans first round pick. Really? Yeah. Because of the Laramie Thompson trade. So they have two first they round picks in this upcoming draft, including their own. So the Dolphins. And that Texans pick is turning out to be really, really good. So because far. the Texans are one and. Yeah, one and bad. Yeah, one and one bad. and not that's too bad. good. Texans are bad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So that's always something to consider because the Dolphins could have a great draft this year. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what they do. Maybe they keep Greg Rousseau in Miami. That's a great storyline if they get a top nice pick. They're not going QB. Rusher. Yeah, they're not going QB, are they? They can't. Why would you ever go yeah. to? They're, they're, yeah, their yeah, franchise yeah, QBs one and out. Yeah, they're one and out. He's never lost a game in in the NFL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else for this game for you? Um, I mean, I was just gonna say. Mm-hmm. Do you think they have a chance to fight, not for the top spot in the yeah. AFC East, but for a wild card spot in the AFC? Yeah, maybe. Like, is their schedule easy enough I mean, uh, I to the point that, I mean, where... They have, have they played the Jets yet? They can rattle off have a couple wins. I think we have not Okay, so the they Dolphins. have at least two more wins. Yeah. They have at least two more wins with the Jets. <laughs> well... Right? <laughs> so they'll go uh, at least six and three. No, okay. I, they've played us one time. They have. Okay, so yeah. they'll be five and three. Definitely played them once. I would say you can get nine and seven and sneak in, right? Probably not eight and eight this year in the NFL. No, I mean, unless, is the NFL doing that thing where they add the extra? Oh, that was a report today by Rappaport and Schefter, actually, that they might Extra playoff teams. So I think the Dolphins, like, in a COVID year, anything can happen. There could be a Miami miracle part two. Wow, that'd be crazy. Um, We'd love to see that. Yeah, now getting into the game of the week, if you have nothing left. Yeah, no, This was absolutely the game it was hyped up to be. Steelers, Ravens. Lamar Jackson's not a good quarterback. No, Lamar Jackson's not a good quarterback, but this game as a whole... Was very awesome. exciting. Very awesome. Um, yeah. Lamar, you, you said it. I'll say it again. Lamar Jackson is not what he was last year. We're going to get into this last and year, and neither Dylan even, and I have him in our top 10. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Don't don't talk to me about Lamar. Yeah. 13 for 28. Doesn't even complete 50% of his passes. Yeah. Two TDs, two INTs. So worse than Danny Dimes. Yeah. Like it, Which is not a like, great standard. To how are people still considering Lamar Jackson as a top 10 quarterback yeah. when he goes out? Granted, against the Steelers, but yeah. still, a big this guy, this up. guy is your top ten. Maybe even some people have him in the top five. Yeah, you got to show up in the big games, and he just never does. You know what's crazy is a lot of people going into this year said one hundred percent it's Mahomes, Russ, Lamar. Remember when everyone was on that? Yeah, and now it's one hundred percent Russ. Yeah, it's Russ. The Russ MVP train back on the tracks. Yeah. We'll get into that later, Definitely. I'm sure. Definitely. Um, so um, J.K. Duffins with yeah. quiet hundred plus rushing yards. Hundred twelve on the ground, yeah. or hundred thirteen, excuse 13, me. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, but the Ravens had three ball carriers with fifteen plus rushes. Really? And Dobbins Dobbs had Edwards, the fewest. Dobbins, Dobbins had the fewest of yeah. all of them. Really? Lamar had 16. Uh, Lamar, Gus Edwards had 16. Yep. <clears throat> and J.K. Dobbins had 15. Uh-huh. So, 
great performance from Dobbins yeah. and leading the trio in yards mm. despite having the fewest carries. Right. Only by Always one, but say. still. Always good to say. Yeah. Uh, do you think that they can beat the Chiefs, the Steelers? Everything in this game pointed to Steelers' loss. And and they still won the game. Yeah. I think the Steelers are the most complete team in the AFC. Yeah. Maybe even the NFL. Okay. 7-0, right? Yeah. Only undefeated left in the league. Yep. And I still don't think they can beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, which is insane. How can you say that you would ever bet against Patrick Mahomes? You can't, you you can't, can't do it. that because he's and Patrick Andy Mahomes. And Andy Reid. Yeah. It's Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid's playbook. And Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Le'Veon Bell and all those. Yeah. But, but who cares about them? Because yeah. it's Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh defense again. Yeah. Pittsburgh defense and owner in fantasy. <clears throat> yeah. Showing time and time again that they're the, they're the, the real fucking deal. Yeah. Best defense in the NFL. Easily. Forcing two fumbles by Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Four turnovers yeah. he had. Pick but, six, two, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two INTs, two fumbles, but the two fumbles were in the red zone. They were on the Steelers' seven yard yeah. line How both times. That? How do you do that? That's terrible. That's just not good quarterback. That's play. terrible. Uh, that's all I have for this game. That was obviously the game of the week. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a great game. Um, I would just say Steelers offense, super quiet. Like everybody, they spread yep. the ball around a ton. I love it. Um, six different receivers, but they only really had 235 yards of total offense. Which is interesting because they still won the game. Yeah. Yeah, because their defense, defense just forces turnovers mm-hmm. like it's their job. Yeah, oh, wait, it is their. Job. It is their job. <laughs> yeah. They literally get paid for it. Um. Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Titans, Bengals. Yeah. So this game screwed me in all of my bets. Yeah. Fuck the Titans, dude. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the Titans, the Titans yeah. and Joe Burrow's the guy. Yeah, Joe Burrow is the absolute guy. We <clears> talked about this in episode one. I went on a bit of a rant about this, so I will keep it short. This season means nothing to the Bengals because you got your guy. Yeah, now you, can you got your guy yourself. and Joe Burrow again. Back to back weeks now. Mm-hmm. Absolute shining. He was 26 for 37, 250 through the air, and yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he didn't turn the ball over. He looked composed. Right. That's Definitely. the word I would use to describe it. So him. My, my main takeaway from this game is not that the Bengals are good because I still don't think they're a good no, team. No, they're not good. Is that the Titans don't have a pass rush. And they paid Jadavion Clowney $19 million. Dude, and the Titans have lost two in a row. Yeah. Like Remember when we thought they were like... Wow. Maybe, Maybe borderline that's... contender if they yeah. make a move. And then like, that Steelers game happened. And then and... you lose to the Bengals. Yeah. Confidence, contender, confidence you can't lose to the at this point. It's the Bengals. You can't do that. Um, Gio Bernard, great fantasy week filling yeah. in for Joe Mixon, who's Kyle still Boyd injured. as well. I wanted to point that yeah. out. I was, I was about to say, game. the Bengals have a really solid receiving core mm-hmm. with four viable options yeah. to throw to. T. Higgins looks great as T. well. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, yeah. A.J. Green, who people forget. He didn't have a great week last week, but yeah. also... Last year, I actually had him on my bench in fantasy for yeah. a little bit. Auden Tate, yeah, seven receptions. Very low key. Very very, very low, low key. key but yeah. he's always available. Yeah, he is. He's always because on he's waivers. a good route he's runner too. He's always like the second guy on waivers when you look at the preview. Yeah, the receivers. You know what I mean. Always projected a fair amount. Yeah. Not gonna boom he's or like bust, but but he'll guy. get the job done. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this game. Besides, like the Titans just need a pass rusher. And oh, they traded have, for Casey. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Casey Hayward for Desmond, Desmond King. King. Yeah, I saw. Only oh, gave up a sixth round pick. Yeah, there, there have been one of the best slot corners in the league. Some outrageous trades. Yeah, um, which we will definitely in get the into. NFL today. Yeah, and I think we'll try and get to him as we go cover those yeah. games. Oh, so let's go back to the Steelers trade then. Avery Williamson. Yeah. Right. So I mean, Avery Williamson. Jets fan, go ahead. He won 2020. Yeah. He goes to bed 0 and 8, playing for the worst football team in probably the last 50 years. Yep. And now he's on the undefeated Steelers. Yeah. What more do you need? 
how like good for you, Avery Williamson. Yep. At least twenty twenty did somebody nicely. Yeah. Um, also, wanted that's to point what out winning that game, looks like. Jeremy McNichols, four rushes for forty nine yards as Derrick Henry's backup. So like, even if Derrick Henry's not on the, on the field, they can still get the running game going. Yes. Um, but like, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. His stat line doesn't look bad. Eighteen for thirty, two thirty three, two, two touchdowns. But that's not realistic. Yeah. The guy shat the bed in the first half. Yeah. And the, the Titans in the past two weeks have failed to put up points in the first half. Mm-hmm. Like, at more than 10 points in the first half. Yeah. Which is outrageous for because, a team that was 5-0 and two weeks ago. Yeah, and because your whole game plan is get ahead so Derrick Henry can run out exactly. the clock. And, and, and Tannehill looked like a fucking rookie. And that's what, yeah. He, he, looked, did. he didn't he get did. rid of the ball at all. The yeah. Bengals got home so many times. Yeah, a lot. And A.J. Brown didn't have a catch in the first half. Yeah, he finished was with like four, stupid. I think. I, oh, he did have a touchdown, but probably under 30 yards. Yeah, no, did four not have a great game. 24 and a touchdown. Yeah. Not a great game yeah. from A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Davis had a pretty good game. Corey Davis is legit. Yeah. Corey Davis I, is legit. I mean, people thought he was a bust. Top five pick. He, yeah. I mean, he's definitely shouldn't have been a top five pick. But he's but, not bad. But he's showing some boss. signs of life late yeah. in his career, mm-hmm. I got to believe. Yeah. Uh, anything else you got for this game? I'm ready to move on. Yeah, Vegas so Browns. Vegas Browns. We yeah. are totally wrong about this. I mean, first thing I want to say, we we said over. Take the over like, every, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know how this game actually ended 16-6. to six. Like, the Raiders had 309 yards of offense. The Browns had 223 yards of offense and that fumble, but only the one turnover in the game. Yeah. And like two missed field goals, but it still shouldn't have ended 16 to 6. Yeah, that's a weird score. I don't like that. Um, it's, it's, it's unsettling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as you alluded to, Jacobs, 128 yards on the ground. He's Josh Jacobs again. And yeah. 31 carries, which yeah. is like, if you want this guy, if you have him in your fantasy team, yeah. you love the volume there. The Just touchdowns will come. Didn't Absolutely. score this week, but guaranteed to score in the weeks coming, if I think- not... I think the rest of the I have this like kind of conspiracy theory that the Browns are just like planted as like a minor reality show, but that they haven't released yet. Yeah, I mean, think about that. You know how all these documentaries comes come out about yeah. like these teams that have crazy seasons or crazy yeah. moments in the season. Yeah, I think the Browns are oh in a hundred year documentary. Wow. We might have just hacked the NFL a little bit. Holy shit. Yeah, they're that level of dramatic and stupid. They're so bad. Yeah, so people were actually trying to make the argument that Baker Mayfield was, is better without Odell. And <laughs> I don't think that you can take the equation average to below average quarterback minus superstar receiver equals better. Better quarterback. Yeah, I don't think that, that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Jarvis almost had a touchdown and got called back. Yeah. But Jarvis is, just continues to catch everything. You can start him you know in mean? fantasy He's a great player. Like, definitely yeah. justified at this point because he's going to be seeing a lot mm-hmm. more targets. Definitely. I would love to see them get David Njoku more. Yeah, dude. Again, another silent week from yeah. David Njoku. I, like, I was looking for stuff for my Canes in the NFL portion. Yeah, exactly. And, and David Njoku didn't have anything. Yeah, he, he just did not get involved during the game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really like to see that. Uh, I said on the last podcast that I liked Derek Carr a lot. Not a great game by him. 15 for 24, 112 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rushing, as we said, Josh Jacobs was obviously great. Baker finished 12 for 25 with 122 yards. So, also had a great game from him. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, 14 for 66. Eh, this game was just boring. Did this week fit into the Baker Mayfield cycle? 
Uh, did you check up on that? Was was this oh, his week that he was meant to play shitty this against was the? Game the... He was supposed to play shitty. Okay, yeah. so the Baker Mayfield. So, right, so okay, let's predictions get, for let's this get it week. Up let's get it he up calls it. out the media. Yeah, I have yeah. to believe that's the next step. I'm gonna do my, a little bit of research right now and see who the Browns play week nine. Um, in the meantime, I'll just say this was the most boring game of the week. Um, yeah. Just from a scoring standpoint. But the Browns I have think, a bye next week. Okay, so they have a bye, so okay. he'll call out the media and yeah, go and crazy during the bye week. And then he'll go off against a bad team. Yep. Um, yeah, I think people are sleeping on the Raiders a little bit. I think they're definitely a playoff team. Yeah, I think um, the Raiders are like, the Raiders are always somehow like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, every time I talk about the Raiders, I think it's impossible not to bring up the fact that they traded Khalil Mack. Yeah. Just um, because of how ridiculous that move was by John Gruden. I just like... Um, but I don't want to really get into that because yeah. it just happens every time. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to move on if you are. Yeah, go for it. Go yeah. for it. This is... Um, yeah, Jets. <sighs> yeah. So I looked at my phone this morning. Yeah. And Adam Gay still wasn't fired. Yeah. Which was like... I mean, I don't know if that's really um like legal <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't get it like i think someone actually might need to get thrown in jail for yeah. allowing this man to have a job yeah how is he not fired? um yeah adam gase needs to be gone yeah but seeing the jets come in as 21 point underdogs yeah like you know you're doing something wrong as a coach first off if but then cover. as a better yeah i do not cover <laughs> Imagine taking the jet yeah, spread. The imagine taking the jet spread yeah. in the situation, saying to yourself, like, Bro, 21, 21 points. points. There's no, no way. way this doesn't cover. And yeah. then they lose by, by 26. 26. Yeah. 35 to 9. Yeah. I mean, go home. Yeah. Don't show up next week. Mm-hmm. Don't show up the week after that. Yeah. The Jets, I think, had the best Halloween costume this year showing up as an NFL football yeah. team. Yeah. yeah Did you see that, that on Instagram, yeah, that post? That. I think that was really. Um, Really funny, but also hurt at the same time. It really resonated with me. Your Adam Gase panic meter is at a. It's at an F. Yeah. Is there is there any? I'd say like a Z probably. Um. Yeah. So I'm done yelling at this point. Yeah. Like just fucking fire the dude. Yeah. Panic meter F. The Jets are the most bullshit organization in the fucking world right now. I. Yeah. I I, I wasn't gonna get mad. I wasn't gonna get mad, but now you kind of have me talking about it. Yeah. I don't think I can watch any more Jets games, barring this Patriots game coming up, just so I can have a little banter with David, David yeah. when he gets I'm, back I'm on next this. week. I'm the third part um, But yeah, I think after this, I might be done watching the Jets until Adam Gase is fired. And I hope it happens. Yeah, and I hope it happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have an interesting question for you. Yeah, go Let's ahead. just say, hypothetically, the Jets go 0-16. Yep. And Adam Gase is not fired by the end of the year. Mm, man, that you do? like it shouldn't be a scenario. But it shouldn't be a scenario. But could it be? And it still could be. Yeah, and that's terrifying. Because as I said last week, nobody in the Jets organization knows, knows whose job, job it is, is to fire Adam Gase. So I think it might happen. Yeah. Um, we go zero sixteen, and we draft Trevor Lawrence, and we still have Adam Gase. I'm gonna He's fully gonna fully Lawrence. switch to the Miami Dolphins as a team I support because I don't want to support a team that ruins Trevor He's Lawrence ruin Trevor being Lawrence. the best quarterback prodigy in the last twenty years. Oh my god, that's gonna be terrible. Yeah. I, oh, that's so. Terrible. Um, but uh, enough about the Jets. I want to talk about the Chiefs because Patty Mahomes five fantasy implications yeah. were huge for yeah. me this week. Yeah. Patrick, you're a god. Yep. 
I almost sat you for Rodgers, and then Jake talked me out of it. He yeah. was like, how do you not fucking start this dude against the Jets? And I was like... Because, you know, if you bench Mahomes against the Chiefs and he goes off, like you're, you're never going to be okay again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even even considering like they might go up 21-0 within yeah. the first five minutes of the game, exactly. and then they bench him for the rest mm-hmm. of the time, he's still scoring those three touchdowns. Exactly. Um, but he finishes with 416 yards and five touchdowns. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a pretty average game for yeah, the guy. Yeah, a little patty game um, reaction. No turnovers, which is big. Of course. Um, last thing I want to say mm-hmm. is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is no longer a viable start. Yeah, six it, rushes for 21 yards, I believe, right? Like, there are just too many running backs on the lineup for mm-hmm. him or anybody to be seeing relevant fanny, fantasy production. this is the Jets' defense. This is the Jets' defense. Yeah. Um... Not great. If I you're Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, time to maybe scared. reevaluate your running style. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> maybe try to figure something out. Um, <laughs> yeah. You ready for Colts Lions? I'm ready for Colts Lions. So Because fuck Phillip Rivers. Yeah, fuck Phillip Rivers. Even though he played well, Phillip Rivers, fuck you, you're fucking washed. Yeah. Uh, Hang it up, big guy. Major, major props to Naeem Hines for that celebration. On that little yeah, dude, the round off. Yeah, wow. And the play itself yeah. was crazy. The, yeah, wow. The spin move and the dive yep. to the pylon. Made which, great play. Naeem Hines, major shot yeah, to him. I mean, and Colts running backs are the huge storyline for this talk game. About that? Because Taylor. he got out carried by Jordan Wilkins. Jonathan Taylor had nothing. Like he had 11 that. carries. Jordan Wilkins had 20 carries. Yeah, that's not good. 11 like, for 22. If that trend keeps up, I think I actually made the best fantasy trade of all time in so one of my leagues. It. Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. and Antonio Gibson for Michael Thomas. Wow. If Thomas comes back and he puts up anywhere close to the numbers he did last year, yeah. I mean, I think I'm on track to win a championship. My team put up 140 this week, uh-huh. and I didn't have Michael Thomas, Godwin, or Aaron Jones. Right. That's dangerous. So my other point from this game is I have Kenny Galladay in two leagues. And yeah, I have Kenny Galladay in a me. league as well. That is brutal. Um Jonathan Taylor, I don't know what the heck he was going on. Like, he he just absolutely did nothing. And you don't want to see that if you're a fantasy owner or just, like, a fan of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, my other thing for this game, DeAndre Swift, six carries, one yard. So not a great rookie running back game in this one. I mean, people were high on DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Everybody thought he was turning the corner, seeing more yeah. snaps. Yep. And Obviously, then, the first six weeks, he was on the field for, like, 45% of their snaps. Yeah. But, like, he's not good. No, he's not good. Um, he's yeah. more of a receiving back. Yeah. And I think that some team that needs a third down running mm-hmm. back, maybe if like the Titan, I know they have McNichols, who's yeah. obviously a great running back, yeah. obviously putting up great production. Um, but I would, I would DeAndre Swift like say, is like a good receiving back. I'd also like to say that only the Colts and the Lions would somehow manage to make a 62-point game. Boring as fuck. Boring. Dude, even when the Colts yeah. put up a 41, it's still they're, boring. they're just so shitty it's to so watch. Boring, because Phillip Rivers, the way yeah. he throws the ball, it's like so you guys weird. can't see me right now, but I'm yeah. imitating Philip Rivers' <laughs> throwing motion. He looks like he can't really like move his shoulder. Yeah, he is like he, a just, he is like a me arm. Yeah, he is like a I mean, and it goes 15 yards down the field max. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Minnesota Green Bay. Yeah, we called we the shit called out of the that. Fuck out we of called this. the absolute shit out of that. If yeah. you watched episode one, you know we said and Vikings Packers is always weird. Just, just don't, as a, don't bet the Packers, and then Dylan. Alright. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it didn't end up mattering, but yeah. yes, I did I did bet the Packers yeah. because I wanted to ride the Aaron Rodgers MVP train. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, he didn't even play a terrible game. No, he had no, 291, he three touchdowns. Yeah. But we did call the shit out of this we at the beginning the of the week. Shows. Um and my NFL week just 
picks money line. Mm-hmm. I was, I believe, eleven and three okay. this week. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. That, those are great numbers. Yeah. You know what else was really great numbers? Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I, 30 for 163 yeah. and three touchdowns. Huge factor. Touchdown. I, I don't want to give it away yeah. on whose team he was, yeah. but he was a huge factor in your fantasy matchup this week, so I'll let yeah. you start. Um, yeah. And judging by the look on your face, I'm going to assume that it was Dalvin a great Cook week. Is sick. Yeah. We love Dalvin. We love Dalvin. Team Arrestu. Just for him. Oh, my God. <laughs> team Arrestu with a big game. Um, Team Arrestu is now in first place in his division, which is looking good. Did lose Kittle and Gallagher and Kenny Galladay, so those are definitely two big hits. But we'll see what we can do. Yeah, that's great for me because now I feel like I have a chance in this league. And now Dylan and I play each other this week. Yeah. So next week's podcast is going to be fun. I have bye week issues, but he has injury problems. So really it's going to come down to who's the waiver miser. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, Devontae Adams, 7 for 153 and 3. Was the other yeah. thing I wanted to say. I mean, game. on my fantasy team in my other yeah. league, two back-to-back weeks mm-hmm. where he's just an absolute monster. Yep. Um, I don't think I can like overstate this enough. Mm-hmm. Going back to Dalvin Cook, yeah, he literally just strolled into Lambeau Field yeah. and proceeded to make everybody on the Packers' defense his bitch. Yeah, like like Channing Tate Young like, in, the, the, in that movie. Green yeah. Bay five and one coming into this game against the one and yeah. five Vikings. Like yeah. every everything pointed to Green yeah. Bay blowout. Yeah, and then they lose at home. Yeah, so Kirk Cousins, big game, 11 for 14, 160 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Yeah, except for the fact that 50 of his 160 yards and his touchdown all came on one screen pass to Dalvin so Cook that actually went through the air for zero yards, maybe even negative yards. Might have been negative one, actually. I think so, so, yeah, Dalvin, um, put the team on your back. Yeah, shout out Greg Jones. Yeah, shout out who's Packers player. Yeah, wow, look at that reference. He put In the Lambeau, team on yeah, his back. Put the team on his look back. Look at his leg, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anything else from this game you want to talk about? Um, I'm good with Packers Vikings. Yeah. So, do you want to start Denver Chargers? Um, yeah. I mean, sure. I don't. I don't have too many notes from this game. Either. I just thought it was a pretty mediocre game. Drew Locke still is not the guy. Yeah. He Justin Herbert that. and Drew Locke both had pretty average games, yeah. which is more than I expected, at mm-hmm. least from the Broncos sideline. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect Drew Locke to play that well. Yeah. Especially against this Chargers team, that's like. Pretty good. So, you ready for this crazy stat? Yeah. The past four weeks, the Chargers have blown 18-plus leads. Points. Four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row. So, you're telling me the problem wasn't Phillip Rivers? Wow. I don't say it. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. We hate Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Um, I will say, we touched on this before, but we really need to put some thought into this. Is Desmond King for a six-round pick? Yeah. That's outrageous. all-pro, I believe, Desmond King. That's One of the best slot corners in the league. Are, are draft picks just valued a lot more than we think they are in the uh, I don't know. NFL business world? But I think Desmond King should be going for maybe a, a third. third at least. Yeah, I'd say a third. And the fact that we both said that at the same time has to hold some weight. it should be realistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're probably right. Um, Saints-Bears. I don't yeah. I don't know how the Saints didn't actually blow the fucking doors off the Bears. I don't, I don't understand the Bears. Like, Yeah, no, they they're an get, enigma. They don't make sense. Like, Nick Foles has no idea what he's doing. Matt Nagy has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. The defense is Dude. insane, but then they can't win. Is it time to like actually You got to like, No, no. I would never say this. Okay. Based on his first couple performances this season. Yeah. But if we're Matt Nagy and we're still the head of this organization come yeah. tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. do we put Mitchell Trubisky back in as our QB? Do we put in QB1 Mitch Trubisky? I mean, I said this last week. 
Why do you not just have Mitch Trubisky start the first half and then Nick Foles? And play then the when half? they're losing by twenty, Nick Foles just comes in and, and they win because and he's he big dick that. Nick. Yep, that's all he does. Um, yeah, I thought the Saints were a real contender, and yeah. I I still think they kind of are when they uh, get Michael Thomas back. Okay. Obviously, because they're just going to be more places yeah. to throw the ball in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of yesterday, yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't. So Drew Brees is washed. We can hear it. Yeah, dude, it's literally all Kamara. Yeah, didn't find the end yeah, zone oh again, but still carries the entire team. Yeah, and Kamara had sixty-seven rushing yards. Do and you want to? Do you want to hear something crazy Tell that I, I saw this week? Yeah. Alvin Kamara led the team in carries, rushing yards, receptions, and receiving yards. No way. Yeah. Absolutely not. 21 touches for 163. Just unbelievable. Wow. Uh, So the Bears, I mean, the one bright spot on this Bears offense for the past few years has been Allen Robinson. Yep. He's an amazing receiver. He's criminally underrated. Get Allen Robinson out of Chicago. Somebody save him. Like, a lot of people are, like, using the hashtag extend AR, like, to extend him. I would say, like... Don't like let him free. Like yeah. be like you're free. You're free. Go you're free. Go run. You're free. Run into the woods. <laughs> uh, Little Wolf Wall Street reference again. Another but, one. Yeah. So Alan Robinson <laughs> is great, and I really want him to succeed because he seems like such a great guy, and I really hope that he goes to a team that can contend. I would yeah. love to see him on like the Niners. Yeah. I think that would be really. interesting. I mean, and we're about to get into the Niners. Perfect segue. Yeah. Can we? Please. Um. Huge bounce back week for the Seahawks. Yeah. Against the division rival, nonetheless, yeah. which is a massive game. Yeah. Russ with four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, according to DK Metcalf, the Russ MVP train is back on the track. Yes. Yeah. I don't, can I don't you really know. disagree? No. You can't. I don't think so. You can't disagree. I don't know. Uh, if this probably isn't that hard to take, but I think DK Metcalf's the next Calvin Johnson. I would and agree I'm with really that. And I've been, on, I've been high on DK Metcalf yeah. since the draft just because you can't teach his athleticism and his or build. his height yeah. or his size. Yeah, someone that big should not run that fast. You can teach route running, you yep. can teach all Fair the fundamentals. Yeah. You can't teach size. Mm-hmm. 12 receptions for 161 and yeah. two touchdowns on 15 targets. Mm-hmm. I would say a little procane, Crazy. little procane's moment, DJ Dallas with two touchdowns and rushing and receiving. 18 rushes this 41 week. 41 yards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yards weren't there, but the he found the end zone twice. Yeah. Got the team 12 points. What more do you yeah. want? DJ, DJ Dallas, shout out to you. Yeah, um, loved you. I've met you a few times. Great guy. Yeah, actually. great guy. Wishing great you guy. anything but the best. Nothing but the best, I'm sorry. The Niners, crippling injuries yet once again. Jimmy Garoppolo's out at least six weeks. Yeah. And then Greg Kittle, shout out to part of my take if you get that reference, actually named George Kittle. Uh, he is now out eight weeks, which is the rest of the fantasy season, which I have in two leagues. That's brutal. Brandon Ayuk looks awesome, and that's pretty much all I got for this game. Yeah, I mean, I started Ayuk in fantasy this week mm-hmm. uh, based on a suggestion you gave me yeah. to pick him up, which Definitely. was great suggestion. Yep. Um, two things. Nick Mullins played really well when he came in. 38-2. So is the Jimmy G injury the worst injury that you could have as a Niners fan? Probably not. Probably not. No, but that Kittle was brutal. probably Bosa earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah, Bosa <laughs> um, and Kittle, like those are the faces of your organization. Yeah, and then trade alert: Quan yeah. Alexander to the Saints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What for a fifth round pick, and yeah. they're probably getting another linebacker in return. But yeah, Quan Alexander. Quan this guy's really good. Yeah, I don't understand like the trades that again. Another fifth round pick where yeah. I think maybe should be if they're getting a linebacker in return, maybe should be a fourth or a yeah. third, but. I will say that the, the pick trade is deadline for the NFL this year has been nothing. Disrespectful. But it's probably just because of COVID and all the traveling restrictions and everything, which I totally understand. It just kind of sucks as a viewer and a fan. You know what I mean? We yeah. love the drama. Um, yeah, anything else from this game you want to talk about? Um, no. 
Okay, so I'm ready to move into best block of the yeah, week. Yeah, best block of the week. I told mine already. The Andrew Thomas Shane Lemieux block on the walk and on the Wayne Gallman touchdown. Dylan, go ahead. Yeah, um, I got to shout out Hayden Hurst. I was really high on him coming into the season. Okay. I drafted him in both my leagues. Picked him up in like the thirteenth round. Yeah. Um, in one of my leagues, I have Mark Andrews now, mm-hmm. which was obviously an upgrade. Yeah. Um, but Hayden Hurst. Sick block this week, yeah. pulling from the left side mm-hmm. on a delayed handoff, and he absolutely just demolishes yeah. the weak side corner. Absolutely, and Brian Hill gashes yeah. the the Panthers. Brian Hill actually looked really, yeah. really good. I mean, a ton of explosive plays through twenty two yard gains or whatever, yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. So uh, Todd Gurley, Brian Hill may start splitting carries. Yeah, we might see that in the future. Um, yeah. So Kyler run of the week. He was on bye week. Yeah, it um, slid really cool though. I have I, I have a ton of things about this Kyler run of the week that Tell didn't me. happen. Tell me, that's bullshit. Yeah, that we sucks. need to petition Roger Goodell. Yeah, Kyler to take the fucking bye. bye week out of the Cardinals schedule. Yeah, yeah, they're just too fun. Like we need a Kyler run every week. Yeah. just to brighten everybody's. Doesn't mood. everyone because want to see a guy running like a midget? If you listen to this and don't look up the Cardinals highlights to see what we talk about yeah. after, are you really listening yeah, to the like, podcast? This is Kyler <laughs> the mer- midget Murph. Like yeah. he runs like an absolute four year old, and he's faster than everyone on the field. Yeah, it's crazy, and he and I love how he holds the ball out in yeah. one hand, like just begging yeah. the defenders to try and swat it. But yeah. obviously, he knows they're never going. Yeah, never going to. They're <laughs> not going to catch him. They never will. Because he's Kyla. Uh, you want to get into contender versus pretender? Yeah, uh, a lot of switch ups this week in my contender so versus pretender. Give me your NFC. NFC. Yeah. Um, the one thing I have that changed. Uh-huh. Uh I think the Seahawks are now a contender to go deep. I I agree. So After I, beating this Niners team. They definitely yeah. looked like they put the pieces so back together. So your contenders are? I have the Seahawks, the Packers. Still have the Bucks, oh, although yeah. some questions raised. Yeah, after that Giants game. Um, and then I couldn't change the Cardinals because they were on bye. Yep, I still have them there. That's my four. Um, and I also have the Saints, just because I think Michael Thomas coming back them? and Emmanuel okay. Sanders coming back okay. will probably boost that offense a little bit. I just don't think they will be. I just don't believe in Drew Brees down the stretch, to be honest with you. Um, notable pretenders that I have. Yeah. Rams obviously losing to the sure. Dolphins. Yeah. Um 49ers losing to the yeah. Seahawks today, so not a shot. Yeah. Bears obviously still a pretender. Yeah. And the current division leaders in the NFC East, Eagles. the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, obviously. Probably the biggest content I mean pretender. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> yeah, my god. No, I did I have you for a second. Oh my god, my <laughs> eyes just bugged out. Yeah, no, head. the Eagles suck. Yeah. The Washington football team actually probably will win the division, but even so they're a pretender. Uh AFC, I have Three contenders. I have the Steve's Chiefs. Sorry, yep. the Steelers, Chiefs, <laughs> and the Bills. That didn't make sense. Yeah. So I switched. Um, last week I had the Bills as pretenders, but oh, that pretenders. that defensive stand at the end of the game, yep. like just to break the streak against the Pats, shows yep. that they can win in big games. Absolutely. Um, so the Bills are now a contender for yep. me. Um, shout yep. out one of my good friends from home, Charlie Quill, mm-hmm. big Bills fan. Yeah. Um, he's been on that for a while. Right. So shout out. Yeah. To shout him. out to the Bills fans around the world. <laughs> um, there are not that many. Yeah. Me. Oh my god. Bills um, Mafia, though, very strong. Yeah, so my pretenders, I have the Ravens, the Titans, and the Colts. Raven, you said pretenders. Pretenders. Okay, pretenders. I have Ravens, Titans, Colts. I also have just the Browns in there, just because okay. their record shows it. That's fair, um, that's fair. I, I actually added two more pretenders, just oh, really? because their record, so okay, I want to so give them a little me. recognition. Yeah. Um, I added the Raiders to this list. I think they're pretenders. I the yeah, I, yeah, I think they're, they're a good fun. football team, but they're I think fun. they're still pretenders. Yeah. Um, and finally, the Dolphins. Okay. Three straight wins. Yeah. Got to have them on the Four list. Four and three. Like, yeah. Definitely, definitely not. First nothing, time above you know 500 I mean? in a long time. Yeah, definitely. So. So uh, we can take this time to have you go into soccer if you'd like to. 
Yeah, I, I would love to go, go into it. the Champions League so update. So we're going to go a little Champions League update. I'm going to give a little Yankees update. Dylan, take it away. Yeah, um, Bayern Munich is clearly the team to beat. Yeah. They do not lose in the Champions League. Right. May not have covered, but yeah. the last time Bayern lost in the Champions League was actually over a year ago. Wow. If you want to believe that. They didn't lose a single game in the Champions League last okay. year. Okay. Not one. Yeah, that's insane. Um, can they go back-to-back? Short answer, yes. Mm-hmm. Long answer, the only team that I could see stopping them is Liverpool if Van Dyke gets back in time. Right. Or Man City. What is he expected to get back? I think it was... Um, Maybe a couple months that okay. he's out because I think it was a meniscus issue. Yeah, I thought so as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Robert Lewandowski is a goal scoring machine, yeah, he is. and I don't think there's a single defense in the entire world uh-huh. that could stop this man from scoring. Yeah. Um, moving on, Real Madrid failing to win either of their first two group stage matches. Yeah. Which Not is kind of ridiculous Not a great if look. you're supposedly Real. one of the biggest teams in the fucking world. Yeah. Are you yeah, kidding that's me? Insane. Los Blancos need to step it up. Yeah. Um, they're playing Inter actually tomorrow in the Champions League. Oh, really? Match day three. That's going to be a pretty good game. Um, yeah, if they lose, they're bottom of the group. Wow, and just a huge really? shout out. Top of that group, which no one expected, yeah. in a group of Real Madrid, Inter, yeah. and Mönchengladbach, uh-huh. the top of that group is currently Shakhtar Donetsk. Really? I don't know. You probably have never heard of that. Team. No, and that should yeah. say something. And that should absolutely oh say God. something. They have been flying the first two games, a win and a draw. Yeah. Four points out of six, top of the top of the group. Yep. Um, great performance mm-hmm. from Shakhtar so far. Um, next up, Barcelona Juve. Would have been great to see Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, but he's obviously, you know, didn't return a negative mm-hmm. COVID test in time. Yeah. He finally did, and he should be playing um, against this small Hungarian club this week in the oh. Champions League. I'll read the name out. I've actually never heard of this club. Okay. So that should tell you how bad they are. Yeah. Um, the name is Ferren Cavados, if wow. I pronounce that correctly. Yeah, okay, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah, Barca 2-0 against Juve. Alvaro Morata actually scores a hat-trick, and all three goals get called back by VAR. Wow. I mean, if you're Alvaro Morata at this point in time, you got to think that VAR is the worst invention yeah. and the worst implementation to ever happen to the sport. Wow. Um, yeah, I know there are a ton more Champions League games this week, but I just wanted to uh, talk about Man United yeah. just at the end. Go ahead. Um, dominant. Yeah. Like midweek crazy. against Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy game. Like only on uh, first half, 1-0. Yeah. Like they, they looked pretty solid. Yeah, took care of business. Um, but let me just explain to you, yeah. and we'll get into Marcus Rashford right after this because this is a perfect segue. Sorry. Marcus Rashford comes on in the 62nd minute. Yeah. 74th minute, Rashford scores 2 0. Yeah. 78th minute, Rashford scores again 3 0. Jesus. 87th minute, Man United win a penalty. Uh-huh. Rashford on a hat trick. Let's Anthony Martial take the penalty to score his first goal of the season, which is just an absolute classy move. Yeah. Because as a That's striker, as a striker, getting your first goal of the season is just like a huge weight oh, lifted off your shoulders. It has to be, yeah. Because that just opens the floodgates. Exactly. And then he gets rewarded for his fucking good deed. Yeah. 90, 90 second minute, yeah. ninety plus two. He scores a fucking gun. Yeah. Five nil, Man United. Sports gods. He scores a hat trick. The sports gods love this yeah. man. The first Manchester United player. This is a stat I saw. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Crazy stat. First Manchester United player to score a hat-trick in the Champions League after coming on as a substitute mm-hmm. since Ole. Really? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who is currently their manager. Yeah, um, that's pretty funny. For those of you who don't know, that's just awesome Must statistic. be an interesting relationship on the bench. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know if there's a single person on the face of the earth that actually doesn't like Marcus Rashford. Yeah, he just seems just like a lovable of type of guy. How good of a guy he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Rashford seems like an absolute stuff. I have a huge Marcus Rashford appreciation. Yeah, um, go ahead. List them all. Yeah. Tell me everything you need to know about him. Um, let me just start by saying that there are not many athletes that use their platform for good. Marcus Rashford, however, has just absolutely smashed that stereotype. And he just his resume of charitable acts is absolutely outrageous. First of all, in nineteen in twenty nineteen, excuse me, he helps the homeless by setting up a Christmas campaign in order to support the biggest frontline services for young people experience homelessness, which is absolutely amazing. But it doesn't stop there. Um, two years earlier, he joined his Man United teammates in visiting the wounded, um, most of whom were children, and he also attended the One Love Manchester concert after that bombing. Um, that raised $2 million for those affected by the devastating circumstances. Um, Marcus Rashford, again, the Players Together initiative where he brought everybody in the Premier League together. Uh, thank you, Jake, for bringing me that water. No problem. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was back when the UK was in the beginning of lockdown, and Rashford took to Instagram to show support for the Players Together initiative, um, which was just massive support for the NHS staff um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, yeah, he was, a t- he was among one of many Premier League players who donated um, and ended up raising over four million pounds um, to help the coronavirus yeah. efforts. It's always great to see athletes <clears throat> use their, pro- their, yeah. their platforms for something. I, I mean, and I, I was talking about earlier, I think you were out of the room, but yeah. not many do it. And, yeah. and the fact that he does, and he's that so he has such a large platform yeah. is so amazing. It's great to see that he's, even in his greatest moments, yeah. he's giving back. He's you know truly I mean? like actually a superhero. Yeah. Like a, awesome. a real life superhero. I, I kind of envy the soccer playing kids that are like ten or eleven right now. Yeah, where they're gonna grow up because and be like, this they, is the guy. They this see is a great example where see. he came from, right. and which is where they came from, yeah. and now he's giving back to them so exactly. that they can. Has to be a great thing then grow up and be as successful, if not more, yeah. than Marcus Rashford. Um, another, yeah, I'm not done with the charitable acts. Absolutely. Um, I, like I could go on. Yeah. I just. I think this is worth saying. Of course. Um, Stanley Chow, who's an artist that lives in Manchester, mm-hmm. um, released like one of the most heartfelt messages to Rashford, congratulating yeah. him on like his accomplishments. Um, I'll read it out for you guys. Please. Like this is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, I love Rashford for lots of reasons. He grew up in the same town as I did where, where uh, I was born. Stanley Chow was born. Um, so he'll always feel some affinity towards him. Um, and then he goes on to say, he's a wonderful footballer and plays for my club, Manchester United. But more than that, I'm so proud of him. It's his achievements beyond football that set him apart, which is really true. Mm-hmm. I mean, just an absolutely amazing guy. What he's done is immeasurable in today's society. It's so rare for anyone in football, especially for one so young, to use their voice and celebrity to campaign and raise awareness against child poverty. Yeah. Which is like an underrated, like, I don't want to say underrated, that's definitely not the right word. Yeah, I but like, mean, no. people don't talk about that enough compared to other, like, Maybe charitable kids. Ca- very underappreciated, thank yeah. you for the, yeah. Yeah, no, That's course. exactly I what I would that. say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's fully, like, Marcus Rashford, he's getting an honorary doctorate because, yeah, doing everything. and he's getting his MBE. Yeah. Which is crazy because he's not even 23. I actually yeah. just turned 23. Yeah. Like, Two days ago. Right. Happy Labor. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marcus Rashford definitely setting an example for everybody and making an example of others that don't do as much charitable exactly. work as he does. 
Um, yeah, he's just an icon. Yeah, and it's like always great to see guys like him succeed in life. Everybody, everybody should look at Marcus Rashford and be like, "Wow, that man is my idol." Yeah, that's someone that's an honorable guy that I can look up to. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to clarify anything I said, um, Marcus Rashford is to become the youngest ever recipient recipient of an honorary degree from the University of Manchester. Wow. Um, in recognition of his achievements, not only as a footballer but as a passionate campaigner against child poverty. That's awesome. Um. At 22, now 23, he will follow. Actually, he may be 22. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I do know his birthday was a couple days ago. I'm Got sure it. you can get that number for me. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's going to follow in the footsteps of other 23. United. He is 23 now? Yeah. Okay. So I was correct. October 31st <clears throat> birthday. Yep. Halloween. Interesting. Yeah. Um, at 22 or 23 now, um, following in the footsteps of other United legends like Sir Alex. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not many people that will listen to this um, will know who these people are. Right. But also Sir Bobby Charlton. Um yeah, following in their footsteps by receiving an honorary doctorate, um, which is the highest honor a university can bestow. Yeah. Um, the list goes on and on, but it just seems like there's not much this man can't do, mm. except for win the Premier League with Man United. Sorry, yeah. Man United yeah. fans. That yeah. might trigger you a little bit, Yeah. but you guys suck. Yeah, I know how So any other soccer points you want to touch on? Um, I'm good for now. I think there's a lot of stuff to look forward to in the Champions League this week, yeah. um, and I'm looking forward to it. And looking forward to see how it shakes up the different groups. Yeah, definitely. So now I'm going to get into my little Yankees free agency slash award segment. Actually a pretty low-key eventful week for the Yankees. Let's start off by just a little DJ LeMahieu uh, appreciation. Yeah. I'm now calling him DJ LMVP. Okay. Because he's DJ LM and now he's an MVP candidate. I personally don't think he's going to win because Jose Abreu had an absolutely amazing season. Not to say that DJ did not. But Jose Abreu was a different level of player this year. I hope that DJ gets second. Jose Martinez yeah. is, uh, I'm sorry, Jose Ramirez is the third candidate. Also had a great year, but I think DJ is more deserving than him. And, and we were talking about this MVP race earlier. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a huge baseball guy, obviously. I'm a Yankees fan, yeah. Yankees through and through. But I don't follow other teams around the league. Yeah. So when you mentioned that Jose Abreu is going right. to be the MVP of baseball, yeah. I actually said to you, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Because yeah. I had never heard his name because he plays for the White Sox, yeah. which and, I actually just found out. And <laughs> it's crazy because this year the White Sox have shown a lot of maybe potential promise. They have some really young guys. They have a rookie of the year candidate. It's going to be really yeah. interesting to see what they can do. We extended DJ LeMay, who the qualify offer, one year's 18, sorry, one year, 18.6 million. God bless. Just the standard. Yeah, had to. I mean, if he doesn't accept, it's not the end of the world because we can still get him a free agency. But what's smart about extending DJ the qualifying offer, and this is what people need to understand if, you, if you're not a fan of baseball and you don't get the specifics, is yeah. if you extend a player the qualifying offer and they decline and they sign with another team, you get a draft pick from that team. Really? Which is really important to know. So how important is the MLB draft? Because I, I know it's very confusing in the way it works where you yeah. can draft players when they're not coming out of yeah. college. So the, ML, the MLB draft is insanely long. It is insanely complicated. But the draft is really a place for college kids and high school kids and international people as well to get some type of recognition. Whereas a lot of it comes from international free agency and just yeah. finding guys in either the Dominican Republic or Venezuela or wherever these guys can come from and even or even Cuba a lot of Cuban defectors obviously and then make a real impact in the American sport of course yeah so we also accepted Zach Britton's option so we have him through 2022 yeah, we love that we have Brit extended we need Britton back we declined Gardner and Hap's options God thank God bless. we got rid of Hap and, thank and God 
Honestly, it hurts to say. Yeah. But thank God we got rid of Gardner. I know. I hate to say that. Clint Frazier, uh, Gold Glove, Gold Glove finalist. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can win that. That would be Hopefully really he awesome would win it because that would be great for his confidence yeah, going into next going season. Going into this year, everyone's knock on Clint was this dude can't field, and we have John Carlos like, as a DH. But now he's a Gold Glove finalist, and he can still hit. This is the future left fielder, and I think the, that the Yankees need to do uh, something very similar to what the Mets did with David Wright and involve him in the organization somehow. Yeah, because he's just the guy that's always associated. Yeah, with the I mean Brett Gardner. When I think of Brett Gardner, I think of the Yankees. I also think of a thumb, but the Yankees as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. bald-headed thumb. Yeah, but Brett. Like honestly, all love. Yeah, absolutely. Did he, great like, things throughout great my things. childhood. One of my favorite players growing up. Just a scrappy guy. Yeah. Stole bases. Yeah, got the dude. job done. Um, so a couple other points I wanted to make is my going into the season. This was my exact predictions. <clears throat> we need to re-sign DJ Mayo and Tanaka. Let Hap Gardner and Paxton walk. We already let Hap Gardner and Hap walk. We're two thirds of the way there. Yeah. Paxton needs to get the hell out of New York. I'm done with him. Fuck Paxton. Yeah. My two other things we need to do. We need a lefty bat. Yep. Our lineup is way too right hand heavy. There were some rumors that we might try to go after Didi Gross again. I'd love to do that, but apparently he said he didn't want to be back in New York. I'd love to see. Actually, Didi. Sir Didi. Sir Didi 18, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, my other thing was we need to sign a starting pitcher. Taiwan Walker is available. Robbie Ray is available. Jake Odorosi is also available. Could probably get those guys for three, four years for like $40 million, which is not a bad deal at all. And my last point is, excuse me, we need to make Britain the full-time closer and Chapman the setup man. I was doing some research earlier. Britain and Chapman actually have the same home runs allowed numbers, the percentage. Really? Like Britain is double the ground ball percentage. And yeah. if you're and I mean, you have a closer, what do you want? Ground balls. Ground balls. Because that's how that's you it. get minimal risk. Outs. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> so why is that guy not your go-to guy in a stressful situation? I don't know. I and think I've always said I hated Chapman. Yeah. You can vouch for that. I always said that. Going I into the Rays series, yeah. you're like Chapman's gonna fuck He's us. gonna blow this. He's gonna and blow this. Happen. Yeah. It's just always gonna happen. So that's all my Yankees notes. Um, the two more things we want to get to were Miami football and then our top 10 QBs. So let's do Miami real quick and then we'll end the show with our top 10 QBs. So for Miami football, Moving we, we back moved up, up to 11. Back up to 11. Back up to 11. From we went 12, down to we won, which okay. was dumb. Um, we have NC State this weekend. We were on by this week. That should be a good game. NC State is, I believe, 4-2. and two. They were 4-2 and two going into last week. Uh, they are currently, yeah, they were 4-2 as well. So it's going to be an interesting game. We should hopefully win. The last thing we talk about is Trevor Warren test COVID. Can't play against Notre Dame. Yeah, that's so that going to be a huge really game. DJ Uga Uga Uga, I'm sorry, ukulele, I don't know how to pronounce your yeah, name. I, I really, I'm trying, Uga Lagali is my best guess. I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering it. Yeah, we, He actually looked good, three total touchdowns, but he's not Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, we we pulled that dude's name up on, yeah. on um, Google to try and have it pronounced it for us, yeah, and I still video. don't know yeah, no, I how to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> that's all I have on college football. Anything else you want to mention? Nope, yeah, I we think got I'm good. Ball. All right, um, so top 10 TVs. <clears throat> yeah. So how do you um, want to do this? Do you want to go 1-1, one, one, or do you want to just go lists? I think let's go one one so okay. we can debate each one individually if we have. All right, so how about you give your one, then I'll give my two. You know, we'll snake it. Okay. Well, so we, do you want to do? Well, obviously, if you agree, just yeah. say yes and then. Yeah. Then yeah. I'll, yeah. Okay. So, so one Russ, obviously. I have Russ as well. Uh, who do you have at two? I have Mahomes. Okay, I have Mahomes at two as well. Three Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Okay, so three for three. Both of us obviously mm-hmm. agreeing. Yeah. Um, those are definitely the top three quarterbacks right. in the NFL. Yeah, it has to be. There's a tier there, and then there's the rest of the guys. Yeah, I, 
Uh, at four, you yeah. have. Um, I have Kyler. Yeah, I also actually happen to have Kyler. I moved him up. I moved him off my list. He's yeah. actually. I mean, not like judging by the fantasy numbers. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not what this is about. Yeah. But QB one, great dual threat. QB one in fantasy. Is yeah, here. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Kyler Murray's an awesome quarterback mm-hmm. to watch, and I can't wait to see him in the yeah, future as well. Definitely. Um, one through four, we're good. Yeah, one through four, identical, which is actually kind of crazy. Who do you think you have? Who um, we got? I have at five, Deshaun Watson. Okay, so I have Deshaun Watson at six. Interesting. And my five is Brady. I have Brady at six. All right, so we flipped those. So, so, so what made you put what made you put Watson over Brady? I'm curious. <clears throat> I mean, is it just the athletic ability? It's not just the athletic ability. Okay. I think that. Despite having absolutely nothing yeah. besides Will Fuller, yeah. Deshaun Watson yeah. is actually having a silently good season yeah, on a one-win Texans yeah. team. I, I thought going into this year that he would take a massive step backwards just because he didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, who's arguably the best receiver in the league. I think he's definitely one or two. Yeah, We can both agree on that. Both definitely agree on so, that. But he's still playing well. I just think it's so—I think the, the jump— from the Bucks pre Brady to post Brady, okay. So I big see what you're saying, and I see. I'd, take, so I'd still take Brady, how you but can not make by that much. argument. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady is like borderline MVP candidate. Yeah, he really is. He but really I still is. think Deshaun Watson may uh-huh. be the better quarterback, okay. just not in as good of a situation. Yeah, I understand that. So um, five six. So we flipped our five six. Who's your yeah, seven? I have Josh Allen at seven. Okay, so I have Ten Hill at seven, and then I have Josh Allen at eight. Interesting. Yeah. I actually have Ten Hill at ten. You have 10 Hill at 10? Really? Yeah. Okay, so so I have 10 Hill pretty high. Didn't have a great game this <laughs> Yeah, game. I mean, uh, I just, you know, Josh Allen obviously has taken a step back in the past two weeks. Yeah, I have him at 8 right under 10 Hill. Um, but I think Ryan Tannehill has also taken a step back in the past few weeks. Definitely, definitely. But I think he can get it back on track. I think that after this loss to the Bengals, the Titans are going to wake up. Because you don't lose to the Bengals and then and go then, on a drop. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can't do that. I, I would definitely agree with you. I think yeah. Ryan Tannehill and Josh Allen are both unbelievable quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Let me restate this that. year. This year. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think Josh Allen might be a little more athletic, yeah. which kind of gives him an edge. Yeah, he actually has like a really good running game. Yeah. Which is scary. And he's strong. He doesn't he's, go down. He's a big easy. guy. He's a does big not guy. Go down easy. Shorts too. Yeah. Shout out to my dick. Um so seven I have ten, eight I have Josh Allen. Who do you have at eight? I have Matt Ryan. Really? I have Matt yeah. Ryan at ten. Matt Ryan is like sneaky leading yeah. the league in passing yards this year. Yeah. If I'm not I wrong. feel like that always happens. Like midway through the season, Matt Ryan is leading the league in passing yards. Yeah, like the Falcons can't win games, yeah. but Matt Ryan as a quarterback is very good. Especially with the emergence of Calvin Ridley. And he has great start. weapons to throw yeah. to, so there's no reason that he shouldn't be. Exactly. Exactly. Like I- Honestly, Matt Ryan, you should probably be higher on this list. Yeah, I want you to be. Yeah, I want, I, I want you to be as well. I want, I want to see you win a ring. Yeah, I really Because that kind of broke my heart, like especially yeah. as a Jets fan, seeing yeah, the Patriots win that yeah. Super Bowl. That was fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, yeah, number so, nine. Nine, I have Herbert. Okay, I have Matthew Stafford. You have Stafford in your 10. I do have Stafford, Stafford in my, my top 11. 10. Yeah. I wanted to put him over Matt Ryan, but I couldn't. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I couldn't put him over Matt Ryan either yeah. just because I think Matt Ryan, you know, with that yeah. stat of leading the mm-hmm. league in, in yards is obviously So what's your reason for him over Herbert is what I would be curious about. I just think Matthew Stafford is like always one of those guys that's like going to play well every week. I love Stafford. He was great at Georgia. He's been severely screwed over by the Lions organization. Yeah. He's a great player. If he's gonna be one of those, he's gonna be one of those. What if? Yeah, I what mean, if Stafford went to a great organization. So, 
check back with you at the end of the season. I think Justin Herbert will definitely be ahead mm-hmm. of Stafford on this list just because we see Galladay go down, so right. he has less yeah, options. Like, obviously, Galladay didn't start the season, and Stafford still played yeah. pretty well, but I mm-hmm. think having him back then, losing him, is going to hurt yeah. more than not having him in the first place. Definitely. I agree. Um, and then finally at 10, I have Ryan Tannehill. You, you already said I have not Ryan at 10. Okay. Okay, so we were pretty solid towards the top. Of, yeah. Towards the bottom, we had I mean, we actually – do we have only one – Different player in the entire list? Or? I have Russ Mahomes, Rodgers, Kyler, Brady, Watson, Tannehill, Josh Allen, Herbert, Matt Ryan. You don't have Herbert. I don't have Herbert, but yeah. I have Stafford. Okay. So, so that's, that's the, the only difference. Play. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, so pretty consistent. Yeah. Good to us, but also bad to us. That also, we agree, disagree more. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention, Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't, so, you can't, he would probably be my four on this list so if he was play, still let's healthy. Let's play where's Dak? Yeah. Tannehill's bumped, I think. Um, okay. And Kyler goes down one as well uh-huh. as everybody below him. Yeah, I, I think I'd put Dak at four. Yeah. I would want to see one or two more insane games by Kyler before I put him above Dak, but he's getting there. Yeah, he's I mean, but there. like, again, we're discrediting how good Dak oh, is. Oh, yeah, no, he was seeing, really, you know, really good. David Mills' favorite player, Ben DiNucci, struggle. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and the Red Rocket Andy Dalton struggle yep. before him. Yeah. Like, there's a significant decrease in points per game by the oh, Cowboys absolutely. offense after losing Dak Prescott. Absolutely, absolutely. 100% agree. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to get to before we wrap up? I was going to say maybe what we're looking forward to in week nine. Yeah, actually. If, if you preview. have something Let's definitely preview. for that. Yeah. So um, week nine. Thursday night game, we finally get a good one. Packers Niners. <laughs> Packers Niners. Banged up Niners now without Kittle. Still, both teams coming off divisional uh-huh. losses. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a really heavily contested game. I think the Packers are going to murder them. Really? Yeah. Because wow. remember the NFC Championship last year? Yeah. And the Niners rolled through the Packers? Yeah. Revenge game. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, okay. Is he going to win twice badly? Though? I don't want to say I disagree with Aaron Rodgers' revenge game because yeah. we've already seen one this season mm-hmm. after he came off a bad performance and a loss. Losing to a 1-5. Yeah. Rivals. No, he's going to go off. Yeah. But I just think the Niners, with that run game, yeah. can still... Play okay, like Dalvin Cook gashed him this week. He did, they, but Dalvin Cook is more of a talent than I would say any of the Niners receivers. I'm sorry, running backs, running backs. I would agree with that still wholeheartedly. Still, but the the much offensive much. line gap is yeah. is definitely apparent yeah. there. Um, moving on. Do you do you want to go? Uh, do uh, you want another yeah. game? So kind of just a. It's not even like an interesting. It's not even like a fun game. Actually, you know what it is? It's the definition of a fun game. I just think Cardinals Dolphins. Yeah, awesome. I have that in here as well. I'm I would Tyler Tua. I would love to see if the Dolphins can keep it going. Because yeah. this Cardinals team is good. Yep. Let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah, Five and two, coming the off the bye. Yeah. Red hot MVP yep. candidate Kyler Murray mm-hmm. and the always lethal DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And it is serviceable, not more than serviceable defense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I have two more games that I wanted to talk about. I have three. Okay. But I guarantee so, we have Saints one. Bucks. Yeah, that's obviously that's awesome. Both five and two. Battle for the top of the division. It's going to be great. I think the Bucks are going to Brady win. has one more passing touchdown all time than Breeze right now. 561 to 560. Yeah, yeah. I, think, um, I think the Bucks are going to win. Yeah. I'd um, love to see if Michael Thomas is back in this game, though. I really hope he is. I would think because my He's fantasy team, guy. my He's fantasy team guy. would really fucking appreciate it. You hear me, Mike? Yeah. I had you last year. You niced me. Yep. Do it again this year. <laughs> so my other interesting game, just because I am really curious to see how this plays out, is Seahawks Bills. Yeah, I have that on here as well. Two six win teams. Yeah. So do you think whoever loses is a pretender, or do you think they can both be contenders? I think they can both be contenders. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think if the Seahawks lose to the Bills, that's more significant than if the Bills lose to the Seahawks. You know, it would be crazy okay. if this wasn't a one possession game. 
Yeah. That would be the most outrageous Imagine thing of Seahawks all time. Seahawks game not being a heart attack. And a Bills minutes. game not yeah. being a heart attack. Yeah. This game is going to be crazy. This is going to be an We're unbelievable game. Probably 20 times. And they're all going to hit. Yeah, they're <laughs> all going to hit. Uh, any other games you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, Jets 0-8 against the Pats 2-5. and Yeah. I think it's a winnable game for I the Jets. I think Jets, my line. Don't I think, bet the Jets, but I might bet the yeah, Jets. Yeah, like Cam Newton sucks. Yeah. And to be completely honest, if Darnold can put together like one game mm-hmm. just for the entire year, yeah. please God let it be this week. Right. On Monday night, they might get the bagel out of the win column. Yeah. And, so and replace it with a one. <laughs> I have my, un- like this game just screams under me. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jets, Patriots. Oh, also but, that. Also that. But yeah, Bears both titles. games. Doesn't scream. that just sound boring? 100%. That's why you got to take the over. Yeah, you have to take the over. Man in the suit. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Dave Portnoy. Yeah, you're going to have to take the over in that. Um, uh, not many other games I want to talk, with, talk about this next coming week. I'd like to see the Giants football team game get kind of fun because those games yeah. are always fun. I mean, last couple of years, as a right? Giants fan, do you want them to win or lose that game? You have to lose this game. You have to you lose have this to game. Lose. The football team are not terrible. Yeah, no, we have to lose They're this game. They're a mid-tier. If we win this game, that's really bad. Yeah. That's really bad. Because that kind of fucks your draft pick, and now you're kind of in contention for the division, so Which you sucks. might need to and the Eagles, play hard for the rest of the season. And the Eagles have a bye this week, actually. I forgot about that. They're not playing. And the Cowboys have the Steelers. As a Steelers defense owner in fantasy... Wow. Yeah, this must is going to be, be fun. Excited. Ben DiNucci versus TJ Watt. You must be really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, uh, yeah, any other games you're looking forward to? I'm not looking forward to any other games particularly, but yeah. I, I know that there are going to be a ton of good games around the league just yeah. because NFL is always exciting. Always. We always I see a lot of touchdowns. Shout out Scott Hansen. I'm very, you know what I'm very excited <laughs> for? If McCaffrey's back, I think Panthers yeah. Chiefs could be really That good. could be awesome. Could be very good. high scoring game. Yeah, definitely um, over game. Weekly so teaser. Just quickly, yeah, fuck Titans the Titans. Titans um, they screwed That's both it. of us. Yeah. And fantasy updates. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first yeah. this week? So I have George Kittle and Kenny Galladay in two of my leagues. And that is brutal. Yeah. I am going to talk about our league. So we play each other this week. It's going to be interesting when we pick up on waivers. We won't yep. talk about that for obvious reasons. You, I have waiver priority, I got to believe, because you have the best team in our league. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's your record again? Uh, it's going to be four and four after this week. Okay. So after I, beating my good friend Rudy. Yeah, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm six and two after this week. Yeah. So that makes sense. Another Wolf of Wall Street reference there. Yeah. If you guys didn't catch. So that. my um, team without Kenny Galladay and George Kittle. Yeah. My lineup is going to be Russ. Okay. Dalvin. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, Hopkins, Tyree Kill, Eric Ebron. And then flex is my only real issue. Yeah, I mean, okay, just hold up a second. Yeah. There are 10 teams in this league. Yeah, how am I still not We are fun? playing fantasy football yeah. with idiots. Yeah, how did I get this team? I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't it's know, and I actually ridiculous. find myself complaining about it on a weekly basis, yeah, if really we're going to be completely insane. honest. And I'm without Kenny Galladay and George Kittle, and I still am like, Maybe I was can still make the playoffs. To be honest, yeah. I might be able to make a run. It's just my flex. Um, and I mean, if Brandon Ayuk still plays how he's playing, he could be more than a flex. He could yeah. be a great option. Hundred percent. Yeah. Eagles on bye next week is yep. massively fucking me over. Right. Um, I you won. Have, I won Sanders this league in our league. Yeah. I have Miles Sanders. Not only that, I have Fulgham. Oh. Who is my flex? Really? Who I really need? Yeah, yeah. At flex because mm-hmm. I believe Robert Woods and the Rams are also on bye next week. Oh, and wow. I can't play him either. Really? So my That's lineup is potentially looking like Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. 
bust of the season, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Um, I don't have an RB2. Really? Because I played Jamal Williams the past two weeks. I have Jamichael Hasty on the bench, but Tevin Coleman's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miles Sanders, who's out. Le'Veon Bell, who can't perform. I've traded away so many running backs in this league, I can't even count. And it's really? actually making my head spin thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but I still won this week. I beat Rudy. <laughs> my friend Rudy. Yeah, I beat him by 11. Yeah. Um, Devontae had a monster week. Lockett underperformed. Andrews underperformed. Uh, other than that, no big standouts. Um, yeah. yeah, if you want to move on to your other league. Yeah, so my so this is kind of crazy. Is my running backs right going into this week were Christian McCaffrey and Miles Sanders in this league. And I am really? six and one without Christian McCaffrey. That's which is scary for the rest of the league. That's sexual. So this team is right now without McCaffrey and Miles Sanders, it's Russ, Mike Davis, Gio Bernard, Julio, Stefan Diggs, Mark Andrews, and Tyler Lockett. Which is great. So, now you throw Christian McCaffrey and Miles Sanders in that lineup. And then you think this team might win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. So, my main league, the one I really want to talk about, my league from home, I also have Kenny Galladay and George Kittle. Tight end, I am screwed. massively fucking you. Because I also have Zach Ertz. Wow. So, now... I don't have a tight end. You gotta you gotta ship Zach Ertz for yeah, some low value wherever you can something. find it. Yeah. Um that's uh, a tough situation. The Galladay the Galladay injury like isn't insanely huge because at receiver I still have Stefan Diggs who's proved to be an amazing draft pick. I think I got him at like fifty eight, like late late that round, which is awesome. Uh Travis Fulgham has emerged as an easy wide receiver too. Plug yeah. In. Definitely at least a wide receiver, maybe even a low tier wide yeah. receiver one. And then like on the bench, and then on the bench for flex, I have Deontay Johnson, who has a great value. He has a great amount of target share. Only had one catch this past week. Yeah, but when he gets like he's getting a pretty good amount of targets from Ben, and that could be a very viable flex. Or we might have to see what happens with Mike Davis because if Mike Davis comes back, and when McCaffrey comes back, and Mike Davis is still serviceable. And then I got James Robinson and Joe Mixon on my bench. Yeah. So. We're going to see what happens, but I'm having to make some major, major adjustments. If you're listening to this and you have Christian McCaffrey, yeah. um, I really think it's going to be a 1A, 1B situation. Yeah, and exactly. If your name is Justin Rudolph, yeah, you should, you should probably definitely trade, trade Dylan to me. McCaffrey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Great He'll give you a good value. Yeah. Moving on to my second league yeah, here. Um, I am just going to start by saying something that might blow your mind. Uh-huh. I doubled up my opponent and my defense and kicker combined for three points. Wow. Yeah. So what the hell happened with you? So the kid I'm playing this week, uh, Ben Millen, Mm -hmm. you set the worst fucking lineup of all time. Your team is absolute dog shit. We'll see you next year Uh because you're not in the playoffs this year. Really? I'm moving to five and three behind Mm -hmm. a monster performance from Mahomes and Metcalf. Yeah. Obviously combining for the majority of my points there, but Damian Harris in the flex, Brandon Ayuk as a waiver pickup, Mm -hmm. and and Gaskin had another... Average week as yeah. a my RB one yep. until Aaron Jones comes back. Right. Um. Yeah. Again, I put up one thirty seven this week, mm-hmm. and on the bench out with injuries, I had Aaron Jones, Godwin, and Michael Thomas. Yeah. Which is mind blowing. Which also just shows you how good you can be in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like come playoff time, fully healthy. Like God, God willing, like you have a, a good chance. If if Michael Thomas is putting up numbers anywhere close to what he did last year. And I, I said this earlier, and I'm going to say it again just to close out the show. Yeah. I am on track for a fantasy tra- championship here. Really? I think I am in one of my three. I, I don't think there's a team that can stop me. Yeah. 
that's what it comes down to. I think to. it's for our league, it's going to be really interesting to see if I can bounce back from these Gala and Kittle injuries. Yeah. But I still think I have a chance of making a deep run. My 6-1 and one without McCaffrey League, I think I am the clear favorite for uh, the championship in my first year in the league. So that'll be kind of a good welcome to the party. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Dylan, any closing points? Um, I'm good for this week, and I am looking very much forward to the NFL in Week 9. Yeah, uh, a great fantasy matchup between us. Next week, we will have an awesome show with the results of me and Dylan's fantasy game. We will have David versus Dylan on the Patriots-Jets game. That should be awesome. Everything in between. Hopefully some trade deadline news for the NFL, maybe some MLB free agency. Maybe a little soccer too from Dylan. And then maybe when I wake up tomorrow, hopefully Adam Gase is fired and I yeah. can add a part add a part after this yeah. and, and we can go from there. God willing. Um, thank you all for listening again. Um, thank you for the support. Uh, everything you guys have been doing through the first episode was awesome. We only hope to grow in the future and go Yanks. Go Yanks.